Well, guys, when it comes to uh, time efficiency, no. we're the best. In fact, we're so good at it, we just gave Cole the shivers out of nowhere. <laughs> Not even drinking whiskey. <laughs> whiskey shivers. Uh, guys, we're so good at time efficiency that we know the right things to do on the right week. So, of course, on the busiest weekend of probably my life, <laughs> we decided, hey, you know what would be the best thing to review? A four-hour-long movie. And come hell or high water, we did it. All three of us, surprisingly, finished this epic old Sandy Larry, Lawrence of Arabia. You guys asked for it. It's your Tournament of Random Movies winner. We watched it, all of it. What do we think? Is it the classic that it deserves to be? We'll find out on a very train full of horses edition of the review. Review. <laughs> Love how I turned that into. I found a way to do a Weird Al Yankovic style version of Beer for My Horses. <laughs> train, for train, my horses. train full of horses. Uh, welcome to the Review Review, a show where three small town dudes are giving you our big, epic four hour opinions. I'm short of the max extreme. I'm Coach Havens. <laughs> I'm Orons. <laughs> it took me a minute. To realize what they were saying in that movie. <laughs> Took me way longer than a minute. <laughs> but we're tonight. Guys, this movie has more names than fucking Lord of the Rings. I, I can't <laughs> even tell you how many... Fu- Easy, even- Farage. <laughs> oh, Farage! We are talking tonight about the epic of Lawrence of Arabia. It won the last tournament of random movies, and we're just... Doubling down and doing it as We're soon doing as it, it wins. We're doing it. The fastest turnover on our turnaround of movies ever. Even we just wanted to get it out of the fucking way. <laughs> maybe that's the case. Maybe that I was... I don't know. That could have probably been the reason, maybe. <laughs> well, we are going to be talking about this classic at the top of the hour. Ready? Jesus. I saw your thumb on it this time. I wasn't even going to try to trick you. You can't trick me. <laughs> that is not true. I'm like Sergeant Lawrence. <laughs> Uh, but before that, there is a moth in the room. And oh, shit. He wants my trinity. Uh, we're gonna get into some news, starting with... New. The Casey's app. Oh, <laughs> oh God, no. can we seriously talk a little more about this Casey's app? Our, our initial discussion of the Casey's app? What we found out is that the Casey's app... Now, people outside of the Midwest... Have no Tune clue out. what we're talking about. Tune out about. for a second. The Casey's general. Where does Casey's go? Seriously, I think it's a Midwest thing. Is it just Midwest? I'm. I think it is because. Oh, he touched my face. <laughs> that moth just touched my face. Did you ask OJ? Do they have a Casey's where they he's do? From? Now, oh. I wanted to bring this up as well. They also down by him have the two thousandth Casey's. Oh, what shit? Yeah. What's that even mean? It's the two thousandth. It's the Casey's. the two thousandth Casey's ever made. Yeah. Is a special? It's got a sign that says the 2,000th Casey's. So you that's know, a hard number to so you, say. So you know how when <laughs> something's is. made, it's it's that's it's that version of it? So like, if you were to make one Casey's, that's the first one. Yeah. If you were to make two Casey's, that would be the second one. Yeah. Are you so being a smartass right they, now? And the third they one got the one the third Casey's. So after they made 1,999, they went to OJ's hometown and they said, we're going to make this Casey's. 
And that's really? the 2000th one. Uh, okay. That's how numbers work. <laughs> okay, fuck off. First off, I follow that. But why is that a big deal that it's 2000? It's just an even it's number. It's a big, even number. <laughs> okay. It looks good on a sign. Debbie Downer over here. Yeah. What? Why don't you shut up about that for a, a minute, guys? And why don't we get into? Guys, it? I've been drinking since like five. I mean, me I'm and Troy. Already. Me and Troy made a big deal about our hundredth episode. Are we a bunch of assholes? No, hundred's a big deal. Two thousand. I feel like twenty times more of a big deal. <laughs> Stop it with your numbers. <laughs> that was some fast ass math on that too. <laughs> Thank you. Uh... <laughs> Thank you. Oh, here we go. I got it. Casey's General Stores are located in Iowa, Arkansas, Illinois, Indiana, Missouri, South Dakota, North Dakota, Kansas, Oklahoma, the big stick portion, Nebraska, oh. and Wisconsin. It's pretty okay. midwest So Michigan, fuck you. So no Canada. <laughs> and guess what, Sam? No Canada. No Canada. He doesn't give a shit. Sam doesn't give a shit about anything. But anyway, <laughs> I just was there today to grab myself a pizza. At the yeah. 2000s? At the just normal, well, regular the normal pizzas oh, by me. What a piece of shit. Uh, realized that I've ordered 10 pizzas there in a amount of time. Got it for free tonight, guys. All I wow. paid for was breadsticks. Fuck. What a deal. What Fuck, a freaking man. deal. That prompted us. To open our Casey's app, which I was found yeah. we to no surprise that we all separately had <laughs> without ever talking to each other, and then regaled on how many Casey's points we have. Man. Oh yeah, I'm, si- I'm sitting at a, I'm sitting at a cool eight thousand two hundred thirty-five wow. points. Wow, wow, wow! I am at twelve twenty, but I have redeemed over sixteen thousand. <laughs> oh, jeez, sixteen k, sixteen k, holy Guys, shit! I have purchased at least four full meals. With Good my Casey's God. rewards. That's family meals. I want to find it. out how many points it is before before they let you just buy a franchise of Casey's. Hopefully, 16,000. Like, yeah. my meal tonight gave me 70 points. I don't know how to extrapolate. My math isn't fast enough to extrapolate how to get 16K out of 70-point increments. But I use it to get gas. I get points off gas. Oh, get yeah. Points off food purchases. you damn right. Put in your savers card or whatever it is. Casey's rewards. <laughs> Sometimes I'll look out for some orders and I'll or like look out for like specials where it's like they gave you special points. I got 14,000 right now. Oh, 14, oh. oh 1,400. Oh, sorry, sorry. Holy shit. Wow. I put out the thousand in my brain and I started slipping. Holy yeah, shit. I know. Man. But I have just also recently redeemed it for almost an entire week of breakfasts. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I love Casey's. It's a Midwest classic. It's a wet it Midwest is. classic. The pizza is to die for. It's yeah. great. They for being great... a gas station, their food is not bad. Oh, they have great sandwiches. I'm never big on their subs. Except I would say though, I know I don't get them often enough. I don't I'm not a sub guy. Oh, what? Hold the phone. Are we getting into this right We're now? We're getting into this right now. All right. Oh, Please shit. explain why you're not a quote sub guy. <laughs> unquote. In, I don't know. I'm just not into big subs. Like <sighs> hoagies. Heroes, submarine so sandwiches. So Subway's not your thing? No, I've never been a Subway person. Mm. What? But when I have it, I like it. But I just never think of that's what I want. I, don't I think know. I want Subway oh, daily. I want to say. <laughs> Are you kidding me? At least I, at least I get Subway at least once every two weeks, which is destroying my bank account. <laughs> I, <laughs> I probably. You getting double meat? Not double meat, but I, I, I get the full longs. 
Oh, Jesus. I'm okay. so long it up. Big you get a $5 here. foot long. That's not going to destroy your bank account. It's not $5 anymore. Are you kidding me in this day and age? What can be? With all that fake tuna they're pumping in their sandwiches? Oh, shit. You got to get the right shit. <laughs> got to get the right shit. Got to get the right shit. I might blow your mind right now. I might go to a subway every six months. Oh, Whoa. my God. Maybe twice. Are you twice fucking annually. kidding me? Maybe. Log right... cabin subway next town over. My favorite subway ever. You're just not getting oh, the right. Really? You're just yeah. not getting the right sandwiches. God, maybe, maybe they don't. Maybe they don't have the right ones for me. You try that spicy Italian yet? Fuck the spicy Italian. Uh, Fuck no. you. I go. I go. <laughs> oh, your face oh, went no. from zero Cole, to hundred. I go the whole. I go the whole nine yards. You gotta go, you gotta go with that Italian BMT. Oh, okay. Well, if you're you gotta go with the BMT. Well, if you want to break your fucking bank account, you gotta go Italian. <laughs> BMT. Hey man, now I know why you're broke. All no the time. wonder your bank BMTs. account's getting busted. Hey man, I got that wedding money now. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be swimming in BMTs. Oh you God, kidding me? Busting for three well, months. I'm gonna be straight busting on them BMTs. <laughs> <laughs> and then your wife's gonna go, "Hey, where'd all of our wedding money go?" You know what? I was straight busting on yeah. BMTs, <laughs> bitch. I'm telling you that. <laughs> That fuck it, that extra slice of ham you added to that spicy Italian. You know was what? Worth though? every penny of <laughs> it. You're right. So when I'm feeling real frisky and I got that big tax money, right? Oh uh, shit! When I got that big tax Spend money, your stimmy money on those. BMTs? When I get that stimmy money, when old Biden gives me that kid money coming up soon, <laughs> I'm gonna be hitting up Italian BMTs gonna be get- with bacon. Oh my god! god. Damn! You're gonna be it's gonna be all that six hundo. It's gonna be like a BMT per kid. <laughs> I'm gonna be getting one per month for the next six months. Thank you, Biden. <laughs> Giving Wait. us that freaking subby money. <laughs> subby money? <laughs> oh, my God. But, sorry, sorry, honey. Papa's got to pop himself a BMT right now. <laughs> looks like looks like your dental, ki- dental care is going to take another <laughs> week's absence. Hey, Levi. Yeah, Dad? You're not getting diapers this week because I need my subby money. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Biden. Okay, Dad. <laughs> uh... Anyway, back to the Casey's app. What we also found out on this is that it has challenges on there. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Which makes it even more addicting to want to it's like buy the exact. It's like the exact opposite of a fitness challenge. <laughs> guys, guys, I'm already just itching at the bit to go and buy my Mountain Dew tomorrow. I'm telling you, dude, I might buy two just to catch up. I have seven days left to buy four more Mountain Dews. I know, that's what mine says too. God. See, I'm a fountain drink guy there. And I just need one more to get a free one. That's you all I'm saying. Why, Casey's, are you in my soul right now? <laughs> God. I'm pissed. Anyway, Casey's, check them out sometime. Yeah, check them out if you're in that Oklahoma to northern Wisconsin range. Yeah. And OJ, write in about the 2000 Casey's. Yeah, please tell us. Send pics. Send a pic. I want to see this 2000s. I think yeah. he did send me a pic, but it's lost deep in a conversation somewhere. Of course it is. Uh, anyway, it's OJ. Everything's lost. Why, <laughs> I don't why, know what that means. Why don't we get into some news? Starting with Kevin Feige. Oh. Head honcho at Marvel Cinematic. Good guy. Um, Man. Great guy. Love you know personally? What? <laughs> Where's bald caps? Like you do. Oh, I thought you said bald caps. Yeah, he just loves bald caps. Yeah, he yeah. loves convincing people he's completely bald. He is almost bald. That's yeah. why he wears the ball caps. So he goes... God damn he it. He goes the whole nine yards and then covers what little hair he has with a, a complete bald cap. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed by the little hair I have. Yeah. I just want it to be completely clean, but yeah. I don't want to shave but it. But I can't, 
I can't all go all the way yet, so I'm just gonna put on this bald cap. Okay, listen here. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I'm drunk. Anyway, Kevin Feige has stated that for the next upcoming Marvel movies, he is not making them sign, like, multi-picture deals. Oh, shit. So, like, uh, Robert Downey Jr., when he was signed on, had, like, a nine-picture deal or whatever it was. Sam Jackson, same thing. Uh, Tom Holland, same thing. Anything, any new contract that would be signed, it's only, like, picture-to-picture deals. Like, we don't know. Which, in turn, I think is a smart idea. Yeah. Like, it makes the stars, I guess, not daunted that, like, oh, i got to do eight more of these if it do- they don't have a yeah. good time. But, but like, now they got the multiverse now, so now they can just do, like, a whole fucking, well, you're not on. We'll get a different version of yeah, you. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. I also like to the point, too, like, let's just say um, there's, like, a big movie up and it could, like, tease their death in the trailer. It's like, I know you're not going to die. You have two pictures left. Yeah. Like, right. I know you already signed up for two more movies. Yeah. that's a, That, to me, is a cool thing. It's like, so nerds can't be like, um, push his glasses up. <laughs> he's actually signed on for three more movies, so he's probably not going to die in this picture. That was what a good visual that? joke on this audio podcast. Ain't it cool news told me that? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they put in articles for bleeding cool, but uh, I'm just saying. Uh, uh, excuse me, I just got an alert. <laughs> I got an alert. I got to check it real fast. We got this covered. Um, oh my God. Anyway, nerds. that's it. Uh, CW. They have this hot franchise of the Arrowverse. Holy fuck. What? Have you, do you ever watch Arrow or Flash or Legends of Tomorrow oh, Arrowverse. or Supergirl okay. or Batwoman or... I actually never watched any of those. Or any I of those... tried watching Arrow because of the dude with Cody Rhodes wrestling related, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah Stephen yeah. Amell. Yeah. Never got into it. Okay. That's yeah. fair enough. It looked okay. I just never got into it. I think it. I watched the first, like, four seasons of... Arrow and like the first four seasons of Flash, and kind of dabbled in the other ones here or there, but then I've completely given up because there's so many of them. Yeah. But anyway, the Flash will soon be airing its 150th episode. Good God! In its seventh season. Holy shit! And I was just reading that uh, because of like the pandemic or whatever, the seventh season can't go its full amount of 22 episodes. Jesus fuck. Because it's a network, and they have to fill... And these are, like, hour-long shows. They're not just 30 minutes. Yeah. They're hour-long episodes. Every season is 22 episodes. How does the guy that plays The Flash look like a middle-aged dad now? I have no idea. doing for fucking, like, ten years now. I don't know how they're out of... Not out of... Well, I feel like they are out of ideas. That's why I kind of (laughs) stopped watching fairly early, when every single bad guy is another fast person. But, uh... (laughs) It's going to be approaching its 150th episode in its, like, part one of its season finale, which is, like, seventeen episodes 17 and 18 of this year. Oh, or whatever. fuck. So it's going to be a big deal. Apparently a lot of people are coming back for, for it, regardless if they're dead or not. I don't know. Makes sense. Oh, man. There's a child crying. Sounds, sounds like, like a... Macy does not like that they've reached 150 episodes of... Sounds like my oh, son, no. which is a bad news. I thought he was sleeping like two hours ago. Oh, shit. Uh, Troy might have to run off here You, wanted, you wanted to get in on that Casey's talk. 
Oh, shit. Yeah, he got a frozen Coke today, too. Oh, shit. Actually, got a frozen blue one. Whatever the blue one is. Oh, he loves that blue man. one. He definitely sounds disappointed and he can talk about his frozen blue. <laughs> uh, frozen Cokes. Check them out at Casey. They're pretty great. Uh, Use the Casey's app. Great. <laughs> Casey's, sponsor the pod. Get your fifth one free. Could we get Casey's as a sponsor? For oh, my oh, God. What if, we, what if we get unlimited points? What if oh Lee Bryce at- plays in our <laughs> plays in our podcast? <laughs> what if we have a promo code for Casey's? Oh Come on. God. Could we get this thing to happen? Come on. Could we get wow. this? I might send some emails after the show tonight. Do it. What if Lee Bryce stops by personally? <laughs> Dropping off, dropping off his signature barbecue chicken sandwich. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Lee Bryce, right now, plastered front door of our cases. <laughs> Big deal. Only if he gets that barbecue chicken sandwich with the Fountain Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's the, that's the Lee Mountain. Bryce. <laughs> that's the that's the Lee Bryce. That's the Lee Bryce special. That's the Lee Bryce special. You get that for five bucks. You mean you get barbecue chicken sandwich and a fountain mountain? Yeah. Five bucks. A fountain mountain. That's not a dimmer dew. That's a fountain mountain. Not a dimmer dew, but a fountain mountain. A dew dip dew. Oh, my God. Uh, is, this, is this good? Is this good? <laughs> I need to make that shirt because it's so appropriate all the time. Because this is so bad. Uh, speaking of CW and The Flash, Greg Berlanti, creator of this whole universe that he got started there in CW has signed a first look feature film deal with Netflix. So that means anything he comes up with Netflix has first dibs to distribute it. Um, which is a pretty big deal because Netflix has a very large reach. Yeah. Um, if they want to pass on, he'll go elsewhere. But right now, just in TV alone, Greg Berlanti has 14 currently running TV shows. Good God. On the CW and other platforms. Mother of Christ. And that does not include the movie Free Guy. That's going to be coming out soon. Jesus. The movie My Policeman starring Harry Styles coming out soon. And a show called Unpregnant on HBO Max. Holy Unpregnant? Crap. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I just about a show about I'm... abortions? I don't know. Didn't say that. <laughs> I just saw it in the list of things that he's doing. You're saying that Greg Berlanti is pro-choice? Listen, all I want to say... It's a child, not a choice. ...is I want Greg Berlanti money. That's all I'm trying to say right now. Oh, okay. He's got a lot of spinning plates, but it seems to be making it to work, man. You hey, know what I mean? Do what you can. Do what you do. Do what you can, do, do what you, you do. love. Uh, that's, a, that's words to live by. That's... Uh, I have one more thing, but it's a bit. But if anyone right. else has any other news, I'll hop in right see now. What I got I nothing, guys, but I never do. <laughs> I'll see what I have. Uh, you got a year? Oh, I no. guess you don't. I don't. No. What, what are you talking about? That's true. That's true. What am do I you, thinking? What do you mean? Yeah, what Sorry. do you mean he has I have a year. I was born Some... in 86. <laughs> That's fair enough. Sure. Oh, you're talking about... So, I, so I, I sometimes listen back to the podcast. You get about Cozy Jack? Yeah, sometimes oh, yeah. Cozy Jack, he sometimes busts in here, pushes you out of your chair. Well, you know how... Like, I probably have a bowel movement coming up. You know how, like, your bowel movements sometimes go, like, in, like, a rhythm, you know? Right. I mean, oh, we don't want to mess with your cycle. It's, yeah, your yeah. cycle? You got a probably, bowel cycle? It's probably coming up soon, That so. sounds about right. 
Well, the only news I have is Paddington 3 is going to begin filming in 2022. Ooh, wow. Really? Oh, my gosh, Paddington. Oh. You just broke in here. Paddy- Paddington 3 is about to finish up. No, it's starting to film in 2022. <laughs> you actually Are you, you been, filming other you've been coming right you've been coming in saying that Paddington 3's been filming for a while. No, you must have your sources wrong. No, you're you're the source. You are the source. You uh, you have personally said. Are you filming other projects besides Paddington Three? Are you well, doing, I can't. Are you doing Paddington spinoffs? I can't tell too many details, but. Uh, are you in that Nord- new Lord of the Rings series on Amazon? I am not. Oh, actually, am that got not. canceled. Oh uh, well, <laughs> sorry, Paddington. I am not. Uh, no, no, I am. Uh, I was told this whole time I'm filming Paddington Three. Uh oh. Well, then who's the director? If oh, you're. No. This seems. This sounds like you're being, uh, being swashbuckled. This seems very peculiar. Yes, it very oh, no. peculiar. Oh, peculiar! I'm gonna peculiar? have to. Oh no! Here we go down another <laughs> rabbit hole of Troy trying to pronounce shit. God damn it! Reed is gonna jump on that like. <laughs> that was just a slip up. That's not the way I say things. Peculiar. I'm oh, gonna. No. God. I'm oh, going. Oh, oh. I say say it again. Peculiar. Well, well let's try and figure this out. What are we don't want any spoilers, just in case it actually is the Paddington three, but is is there anything uh shady that you do in Paddington three <laughs> that people are saying is being filmed for the movie quotations? There's this powdery white substance that I'm constantly having to take a whiff of. Oh no. No. I yes. think I No. Who's the person that we that we no, on the show that loves cocaine. I, it's hard to narrow it down. <laughs> I bet a lot. It does seem like a lot of them do kind of like it. Well, I'll tell you something, gentlemen. I'm going to go have a bit of marmalade on my toast. Okay. And I'm going to have to call some of my sources and figure this out. I yeah. would get a hold of your agent. Your agent, especially. Least. You might be. You might be getting tricked into being filmed to do cocaine to, for possible blackmail. This seems like some sort of weird customs deal. <laughs> oh I, no! I, did you go over? Did you go? Uh, did you get on a cross-country flight with it? Well, did they ask for you to swallow a balloon? Of yeah, something? I did. Oh, oh no! What was and the, it, what, it went what down. Was the context, what was the context of the scene <laughs> that you were swallowing a balloon in it? Well, I. I don't want to give away spoilers. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Gentlemen, I will be back next week with more details. Okay, god. thanks, Paddington. Guys, man, more what, a, what that a development that Paddington was convinced he was filming Paddington 3 to possibly make him into a drug mule. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smoke. What happens on this podcast? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, let me take notes on that I so I remember know. to talk about it next week. <laughs> I, I want to know who's, who the mastermind is behind this. Oh my gosh. More on that. More on that as it develops. Well, wow. Pa- I guess Paddington is, is uh, happy to know that the official filming is going to begin next year. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, everyone surrounded with him and maybe taking care of him will hear this. And... Uh, Maybe ask more, like, what he does during the yeah. day. That, that goes to show everybody, ask questions. <laughs> that's, the, that's probably the, probably the main, main thing you can take from this. <laughs> the main takeaway from this. Yeah. Don't what, just... What are you doing? Just answer... Yeah. Why am, why am I swallowing a balloon that seems to be full of a white powdery substance? <laughs> 
Maybe that could be a thing that you could do. Yeah. Just ask why. Just ask why. There you go. Always, um, a, always a possibility. What do you want to get into a bit? I guess we'll get into bits. A bit? We got a bit. What? I actually have, I have another bit. Do you know what bit I got? Two bits? I think I know the bit you got, and then I also have uh, an additional bit. Okay. okay. So we will dive into those momentarily with another episode of Neil's... <laughs> another episode? Another episode. Another <laughs> bouncing baby episode. <laughs> Young of Neil's bits. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's bits. A very uninterrupted version of it because uh, <laughs> Cole was pouring beers for everybody. We're, you know, every once in a while we just like to be polite. Yeah. Every Guys, once in a while you know we let we let Neil have his t- have his chance. That's right. Should say we're drinking Highway Twenty. Of course, Brewing right. Company That's beer. Right. I got that Trinity. Trinity, nine percent alcohol, and we just finished a growler within the first thirty minutes of the podcast. Wow. Yeah. Well, wow. What or, is what is the Trinity? If you would like to. Trinity's a Belgian it. triple. Yeah. Mm. Which uh, very low. On the bitterness, so it's easy drinking. Yes. But, but high, very high um, on the alcohol. The yes. Alcohol. <laughs> and very light in color and light on the uh, palate as well. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's it's very... Uh, like I always forget that it's as light as it is. I love it. Golly. It was my all-time favorite. All-time? All-time. All-time? Any beer that's ever been made up there, possibly any beer ever, oh. I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to say, for a while there, you were saying uh, Rising Sun was uh, at overpay, overtaken Ri- it. Rising Sun is is right there with it. Oh, wow. But but neck tasting the Trinity again tonight, Rekindled it's like your flame. it's like an old girlfriend, oh, right? Man. It's like it's like you leave high school and you forget I wish, about... I wish people could watch how you're holding the cup right now. It's ever so it's gingerly. Like, yeah, it's like you're holding the sides of an old girlfriend's face. <laughs> it is. It's like you leave high school and you go to college and forget about all the good times you had in high school, right? But then you go to that 10-year reunion and you go, <laughs> Come on. Wow, you didn't God. get fat. <laughs> you go, man, you still look great. You you feel great. And you think, How did, and you, why are you feeling your ex-girlfriend from 10 years? And you taste great. So, Come on. I'm going to drink you down tonight. Jesus. Wow. What? what? How close line. are you to your ex-girlfriend at your 10-year reunion? What a pickup line, hey, though. Man. I applaud you. Hey, man. It say. just goes down so smooth. <laughs> she, I really want to know what this encounter is with an ex-girlfriend at the 10-year reunion. I want to be a fly in the wall at that reunion. Oh. You look great, you feel great, and you taste great. <laughs> to your high school girlfriend at the 10-year reunion. There you go. Anyways, Neil's bits. Here we go. <laughs> Neil's bits. Uh, I have one, uh, a big one. Oh, I, I'll i do a smaller one before if you All want right. to do All that. Right. All right. Um, dying at age 85, the father of Robert Downey Jr. Baja. Robert Downey Sr. Robert Downey Sr. Pass wow. away. Only credit I could find that he did was he directed a counterculture satire called 
Putney Swope. What? All right. Putney what? Putney Swope. <laughs> was he an actor or like... I he was know a he director. Was... Okay. All right. I've never paid any attention to... I knew that his family was also like in the entertainment business. I I'll, in, I'll dib him. But like I never even looked looked it up. And I did see that he died like what today or yesterday? Oh, or he acted in To Live or Die in LA. I've never seen that. Oh, he was in Boogie Nights. Really? Yeah. He played Bert. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> well, Rest in peace, Robert Downey Sr. He played Man in the House in The Family Man. I don't know any of this. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Just to piss Troy off. He played WDKK show host in Magnolia. Holy shit, are you kidding me? You've never seen Magnolia. Shut up. He played Don't even for played Butler in the 1994 film Hail Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> he played Edgar's doctor in the 1993 movie Tales of the City. I hate all you're doing right now. <laughs> Do not like it. Oh my god. Oh. He played he played Weinberg in the 1988 movie <laughs> Moving Target. <laughs> Weinberg. Played Judge Warren in the 1987 episode of Matlock. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now I'm into it. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go, Robert Downey Sr. 85. 85. What a legacy, Matlock. What a good year. What what a good man. What a good uh, son you sired. What a career. What? A career. Uh, the other one I got is Dick Donner. Dick Donner. Richard Donner. Oh, yeah. Uh, friends call him Dick. Uh, he died at... Friends call <laughs> He died at 91 Jesus. on July 5th. Uh, cause of his death is unknown, but he was 91. So... I mean, <laughs> I don't think there's much explanation <laughs> to be had. Uh, but he is... Very well known for creating Superman with Chris Reeve. Yeah. Uh, he also did The Goonies. Yep. He also did Lethal, Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Uh, that amazing opening to Lethal Weapon where a <laughs> prostitute jumps off a building to <laughs> to Jingle Bells. <laughs> or Jingle Bell Rock. Uh, he also did the original version of The Omen. <clears throat> that was his first movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, as well as had... A ton of other television projects as well. I heard, I heard a story about the Omen when they were casting, uh, when they were casting Damien. They did. He would do a thing where he would have the kids come in, and they he would just say, "Just try and beat me up," and then I'll tell you. And then when I say cut, that's when you stop. Yeah. And the kid that that got the role of Damien came in and kicked him directly in the nuts. <laughs> and then he and then he yelled "cut," and the kid kept going. <laughs> And then he looked over to his producer and said, "Put him in a put him in a black wig. He's our Damien. <laughs> put him in a black wig." Yeah. <laughs> God, what an odd casting call. 
<laughs> hey kids, come kick the shit out of me. <laughs> what kid would be like, no, I don't want to do that. My kid would like cannonball into your dick and then freaking just keep slapping oh, you man. in the face. You was like diving face first into your couch when I got here. Yeah. His number one priority is to hurt himself before the end of the day. I feel like hey. that's Miles' oh, example. I think he'll blend in perfectly with us. <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> like, I do throw him around quite a bit, so. Oh, dude, all I gotta say to Levi oh, is, hey, Bubby, wanna wrestle? And then he jumps on my junk. <laughs> yeah. He's five. I've had to, like, not suggest that as often. Because sometimes I'll get down to, like, alright, guys, wanna roughhouse? And they'll be like, <gasps> you can see, it's like, they oh, just did a no, I just, fucking like, snort. I just oh, made a okay, <laughs> you just have like I just made a terrible mistake look on your face. <laughs> yeah. from rest of development. Yeah. Oh, guys, so I, I bought legit boxing gloves the other day, right? Off of oh, Amazon. Shit. legit I have, boxing. Gloves. I have boxing gloves now. Okay? Good, great. Because I do kickboxing classes. Okay, so yeah. I thought, oh, I'm gonna use these. It'd be cool. Well, Levi uses them, so he puts them on, and me being me, I said, "Hey, Bubby." He goes. <laughs> Yeah, Dad. And I said, uh, why don't you punch me in the face? The- oh, my <laughs> like, God. So I let him just legit clock me in the face with those boxing gloves on. It's yeah. fun. It's a good time. <laughs> him and Piper put them on and give me body shots. And uh-huh. then I won't let Piper do it because she's like 90 pounds. She's have- she's she's a big girl, yeah. right? She's eight. So you're saying that your daughter could kick your ass. She could whoop my ass, man. <laughs> she's eight years old. She's tall and she's thick like she can knock me out <laughs> levi he's still only like 45 pounds but man he clocks me in the chin <laughs> like you know one easy shot to the jaw he could knock you right oh, out yeah. oh yeah oh i know like some nerve in the jaw that could put you right out oh and he oh, tries right. <laughs> like, yeah, you gotta keep in mind a collarbone a collarbone only takes five pounds of pressure to break it <laughs> he knows if he knocks me out he gets all the pudding in that refrigerator he wants jesus so. christ you are playing god sir i'm gonna knock his ass out someday <laughs> can't wait till yeah. he gets old enough he can that'll be your lesson after like match oh with him God. after like the 15th or 20th time that he does it then you just punch him back and you're like see that's See? your lesson. Sometimes have fucked some, with me, dude. Sometimes I fight back. Right. Sometimes I fight back. God. Don't piss me off next time. Son, it's your 16th birthday. Now we have a bare knuckle boxing match for your 16th birthday. This is how you earn your manhood. <laughs> you must fight me in the backyard. Uh, there you go, Dick Donner dying at 91. Dick Donner. How did that happen? How do we get there? What'd Man. you say, old Dick Donner? <laughs> oh my God, Cozy Jack. What about a Donner party? No, oh, no, nobody's eating anybody no. here. What about eating dick? No, what? No, no, no. He said eating Donner dick. Is this is this your way of saying that you've eaten a human dick before? I've never eaten shit off a human. Okay, all right. But I've eaten okay. That's dick. a very what? specific. What if? Okay, go through the list of things you've eaten off of a human. <laughs> I mean sushi. Okay. okay, sushi girls. I've taken old body shots. Oh, okay, body shots. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I've eaten straight up steak. A steak, steak. knife, and everything. Why? Isn't that what? Cut to the skin. Oh my, oh my god. god! That's right. These chicks are real trusting. All women. Okay. All women. You. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of you... course. Why do we? Yeah, have steak. Why are you so offended that they're that we said that we? 
you didn't have some honky you're cutting a steak off yeah. of? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to eat a sirloin off a dude. I was going to say, I would eat a steak off a hard body. I bet you would. Be, be What's wrong with me? that? Nothing. I feel like a hard body would be a better plate. <laughs> I think a woman's got too many curves. You want that? You want a nice flat surface? Oh, I like steak. a good curvy woman. For, you, oh, don't we eating, all. I'm, yeah. I'm saying in terms of eating steak. Yeah, me too. Porterhouse off a of porter. <laughs> what? Cozy Jack, why are you here? What restaurant? Okay, what restaurant do you go to where you're eating, where you're cutting into and eating steak off a woman's body? Give us the name so they can be arrested. Ponderosa. <laughs> I guess they are out of business. Where do one of those live? There's one in the big stick portion of Oklahoma. What? There's still one remaining. I'm surprised your fucking asshole cohorts here have told you. It's like the last blockbuster. It's kind of family owned. Yeah. It's owned by that asshole that you have on the podcast here. Oh, I know about that, Ponderosa. See? Oh, my God. This old fucker knows about it because he owns this bullshit. Dusty, do you own the Ponderosa in the big stick part of Oklahoma? No, no, that's just a rumor. I bought into the Ponderosa. Oh, did you? I bought into it, but I'm only part owner of that. That's that's actually my my franchise. Wow. Who the fuck is this, asshole? I'm also from the big stick part of Oklahoma. My name's Dirt. (laughs) My God. (laughs) Good to see you again, Dirt. Your name is... I'm actually related to Destiny. That's right. He's my son. I'm his son. (laughs) He's my son. Oh my god, you have a son named Dirt that owns a Ponderosa franchise in the big stick part of Oklahoma. That's right, and all of our plates are women. They're all women. That's all I can afford with all this brass. (laughs) You know the price of glass nowadays? None. Our plates made... I guess plates are flat or... How much do you pay those chicks to let me eat a big old porterhouse off of them? How much you get? It's not how it works at your restaurant. Uh, you apparently you haven't come from the big stick bar to Oklahoma. <laughs> Fuck you, dirt. <laughs> Piece of shit. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm pretty much a barter business, man. You gotta. I like to. I like to talk. I like to talk down terms. I. That's right. I remember that meeting when we said, "Hey, we're just gonna." We're, we're just going to barter for all of our things. How much you want to pay for this steak tonight? Yeah. Wait, did you say <laughs> steak or steak? Now, see, now see he, he's more the... Dusty's the more used car salesman of the family. He's like, how much you want to pay? And then I, I come in. I play like the good cop. I'm like, how much you got? Is that how good cop, bad cop works? That's, that exactly is. You come in. You're bad cop. You come in and be like, look. I can only I can only afford to let you cop. pay this much, and then they're like, "Well, look, I, I might have to take out a second mortgage, but I do I definitely want to eat this steak off this geisha girl." And then and then there and then you then you're like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna let me talk to my supervisor." You leave, and then I come in, and I'm and I'm just like, well, "How much you got?" Our plates are primarily geishas. They are primarily geishas. That is right, and that is not a that is just a coincidence. Because uh, a, a, a geisha restaurant shut down right next door, and they needed a job. They need you know, you they fuckers need are the only Ponderosa that does this bullshit. I 
cannot believe we're the only Ponderosa. I think we're the only Ponderosa. <laughs> They're actually going to do a documentary on us called The Last Ponderosa. <laughs> no shit! <laughs> That's right. On all fucking... <laughs> That's right. They already got they already got uh, a bunch of celebrities to come on to be interviewed, like uh, Steve Gutenberg. What? He's a big Ponderosa lover. We bring him in all the time. We got his, we got his picture hanging up over the kitchen. That's right. Steve. Steve. That's right. We call him Steve. I call him Dick. Steve. Dick Gutenberg. What do you call him Dick? Uh, it just seems more personal. That guy's just a classy human being. See, that's my whole that's my whole thing. Everyone that I'm friends with, I call him Dick in their last name. What do you call me? Dick. Fair enough. Dick Jack. Dick Jack. <laughs> oh my this god is, this is interesting dirt this is real interesting hey, hey dirt it's <laughs> a real family reunion here I know. Hey, dusty dirt and dirt. dusty hey, so cozy jack you've never met dirt before dirt or or dusty i've actually never met either one of these fucking assholes you got but have there. you been to their ponderosa i think i've been to their ponderosa because i've eaten porterhouse off a chip before well that's fantastic yeah but you, fuck ne- you never you never asked about the management i don't give a shit I get served well and eat my goddamn steak and shrimp off these chicks. Oh, there's shrimp too. You better believe there's yep. shrimp. That's you our. Have a goal. We got a we got our good old uh, Friday night surf and turf off a chick special. <laughs> That's it right. Those gangbusters. <laughs> in fact, uh, in fact, uh, if you if you pay an extra top dollar, you'll get our special girl bubbles. What? Bubbles. Yeah. What? What is that dirt? Uh, I want to believe you guys know Bubbles, don't you? I've never eaten off of anybody. I think she actually goes, I think uh, her real name is Bubbles the Banana. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh, God. <laughs> Bubbles the Banana. <laughs> you know, I, I do know the Banana. <laughs> I didn't know she she was named Bubbles. Well, she apparently she's not making enough money at her Nana slash attractive woman job that she now has to be a a, a steak a steak and shrimp geisha girl at my Ponderosa in the big stick part of Oklahoma. Hey, dirt! You know I had a fucking I had a year here tonight, but we got so into this fucking Ponderosa. <laughs> Bubbles banana eating steak off a chick pot for bullshit. That I kind of gonna change my format a little bit, okay? What, what year you got? So dirt and dust, you guys gonna stick around for this year here? I could stick around. Uh, dude, I'm gonna I... make you guys figure out the year here. I love years. I'm 61 of them. All right, all right, <laughs> assholes. That makes me old. I'm gonna give you guys the numbers. Oh fuck off! I totally forgot. I totally forgot I was your son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you assholes the numbers. This is top grossing movies of this year, okay? Of okay. this, of this, of this year here. Okay. You can do that a little bit more. Sounds fun. You like that? Yeah. I want to actually. I want to get a recording of him play it in the play it in the restaurant. That sounds gross. That's right. I have palsy. I want to. I want to. In in go in between that and uh uh some uh, third eye blind. 
<laughs> How's it gonna be? I'm a big 90s head. Well, and I also like licking lips. What? I mean, I, I make the geisha girls do it all the time. <laughs> I look it, my... it, it adds ambiance to the steak eating. My licking lips are, uh, they're what powers. <laughs> what? <laughs> we finished I... that. What does it power? We pay all of our geisha girls to lick all the customers' lips clean. That's right. Oh my god! So it's like—is it like a? <laughs> it's full service. So instead of instead of a toothpick, you just have right. geisha it's, girls. How much? How much do you pay these geisha girls? It's a full service restaurant. They we pay on... them ten thousand dollars a night. She. That's right. How much are they paying for these? You Ponderosa make that movies? much of Ponderosa? It's a pretty popular Ponderosa. We got naked. We got naked women you're eating steak off of. Are you fucking kidding one. me? You got a year here. Anyways, <laughs> asshole. What's this goddamn year you got here? So I'm gonna give you the numbers thirty-one through forty top Holy grossing shit. movie. Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh, this year and. You fucking give me what year of this I'm year ta- of 2021. No, no, no. The year I'm looking at. Oh, you fucking Jesus piece of shit. Christ. Here we go. At number 40. Holy fuck. <laughs> it's a horror movie. Saw 4. Okay. Okay, so that four. was Saw 4. Okay. Number 39 from Sony Pictures. A holiday classic, our good friend B-Dub's favorite movie ever, The Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, seven. Well, there goes my year here. (laughs) Wow. It is oh, seven. Let me give you 38 through 31. 38, his dark materials. I don't fucking know what the fuck this is. What, the oh, HBO show? Oh, what the... Why does it go... Hold on. It goes to the Golden Compass. What the fuck? Oh, it oh, is no, the, the Golden... Go- yeah, the Golden Compass. Yeah, that was a movie that came out. His Dark Materials was the beginning? Well, His Dark Materials is the book it's based off of. That's fucking bullshit. Number 37, <laughs> Dream Girls. Okay. Number 36, Old Fred Claus. Jesus. Remember these great classics? Number 35, 1408. Okay, I've known that. Spooky. Number Spooky. 34, Jesus. Disturbia. Dusty. It's an old Rihanna classic. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah, the Number song. 33, Beowulf. Ugh. <laughs> Number 32, Bridge to Terabithia. 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 <laughs> And number 31, featuring Theric Johnson, The Game Plan. I remember The Game Plan. That was like his first movie, wasn't it? Uh, not first. That would be The oh, Mummy. Yeah, The Mummy 2. The Mummy. The, was it Mummy or Mummy 2? It was The Mummy 2. Because that was when he was the a Scorpion mummy to what? King. <laughs> the Mummy to Terabathia. <laughs> the Mummy to Terabathia. I see why those movies were 30 through 40. Thanks. I thought, oh no, I was 31. Can you guess what? Can you guess what thirty was? Nope. It had uh, I believe it had Eddie Murphy in it. A uh, thousand words. Nope. It's a Paramount Pictures comedy. Bowfinger. Nope. Starts with the the, the letter N. Norbit. It was Ooh, Norbit. Norbit. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> it was Norbit. Uh, had a dog once named Norbit. Oh really? Yep. 
right. I got nothing else to that cool story. story. Cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Ah, shit. I got to head out. I guess John Taff from Bar Rescue is at the Ponderosa right now. Oh, no. What? Yeah, I, I guess I guess he's yelling at the geisha girls because it's unsanitary and he's, he's going to shut us down. But, I mean, we might get money out of it because he usually does a bar rescue episode off of it. Pack to the big stick. Yep, we better head out. Let's get out of here, Dusty. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? The oh, he got his, got his rattlesnake skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sweet mode of transport they got. What a fantastic... This family... Just more interesting... <laughs> A day after day. Built, built off of what could have been just a random impression you did is now turned into this crazy backstory <laughs> about a family that owns a Ponderosa in the big stick of Oklahoma that's, wow. that eats, where people eat steak off of geisha girls. Wow. At least they're giving them, you know, a And job. they're paying them copious amounts of money. I don't know how they're doing it. Maybe. I don't know. Wait a minute. Are they muling drugs? Whoa. Like, muling drugs through... Paddington 3? Wow. Guys. More on this as it develops. More on this as it develops. Yeah, I'm still here, assholes. I haven't oh, left Cozy yet. Jack, oh, my God. Cozy here. Jack. What do you think of all this development? Sounds fucking logical to me. Okay. It takes place sense. in that old hick portion, the big stick, so. Whoa. Okay. Not, oh, not wow. Here. You're pretty judgmental of the big well, stick. Well, they're fucking assholes. Oh, you saw all fucking dusty and dirt in here. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of I couple of did. fucking redneck assholes, if you ask I me. Guess we did. Holy shit! Yeah. I mean, look at Dusty; he's just cobbled together at this point. I know. He's, How many he... fucking words can he whisper through? I don't. I know. don't know. <laughs> Plus, I still, I still, his teeth. I still want to see like the medical records of how they were able to keep the lower parts of his legs alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how it happened, but <laughs> it is. Yeah. They don't even stink. They yes. don't stink yet. Oh, I think he fucking reeks. <laughs> I've actually seen his feet. They're still flesh-colored. Wow. There you have it. Paint. paint. Oh, we think he paints paint? over his he dead paints feet? paints his fucking dead-ass feet before he comes in. <laughs> Cozy Jack, it sounds like you're jealous of his yeah, feet. Yeah, it sounds like you're jealous of... Are you Are you uh, upset that maybe Dirt and Dusty are taking your spotlight? I don't get fucking upset. I get fucking even. Oh, holy okay. shit you'll All be right. you know what tread lightly you know what i'll be surprised if they're here next week wow i'm wow. pretty upset at these pieces of bernard, shit too shut the fuck up i'm Get really mad they're taking my spotlight hey bernard yeah i got a passenger seat that's open you want to ride what, what you driving i'm driving that old civic out there that honda civic that honda civic glider yeah, it's a Honda Civic Glider. It's got your name in the passenger seat. I don't see seat. any jets on the back. We got some business to take care how's of. Them, how them blades that come out the front look? I think they need some work. You want to help me? Oh, I'll give it a tune-up. Yeah. You want to wow. join me in about five out there? All right. Well, I better get my mask. I don't want to inhale any more glider dust. Fair enough. I gotta I'm, take entering, a... I'm entering the twilight of my years. I don't want to... I don't want to Bernard, take any more. You are one hundred and thousand years old at this point. It's the twilight. I, I'm over the. I guess it I'm is. over the hill, champ. You know what? I gotta go drain my good part of Oklahoma lizard, anyways. Wow. Ooh. Okay. That's gross. Well, that was pretty detailed. See you out there, Bernard. Okay, I'll see you. Hey, podcast, fuck off! <laughs> Whoa. He just took off in his glider that sounds exactly like the rattlesnake skateboard of Dusty and Dirt. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm back from the bathroom. What what I miss? 
A lot. Too much. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Can I get a Bushlight for... Apple over there for me? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Bushlight Apple. Uh, Bushlight Apple probably going to be around for another two weeks. Limited edition. <laughs> Before the fucking, all the, they, they all fucking disappear again. Hey, guys. Wow. Jesus. And I fucking shot a piece in my face. <laughs> shot a piece. <laughs> uh, guys, we got some mail. Tonight. Oh, mail. Well, we I better get that mail. scream up. America. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get it up. Oh, I got a mosquito bite. Dude, they were out in full force. There's some asshole. Ah! Oh, shit. Right? By water. Mm. <laughs> My clone that night was Buggins. It was vanilla and mint. <laughs> and it saved me from all them bugs. <laughs> Well, them bugs. I'm surprised. I surprisingly did not get bit up that much on my wedding day. I was I was expecting to just be like swimming in some sort of oils to. I was actually from scared the itching that the fish flies might have come out. Yeah, I was generally terrified. <laughs> I didn't even want to bring that up to you as being like that could be a genuine fear. I like was, they would just descend on us like locusts. Yeah, I <laughs> thought that could have been that weekend because I saw a few of them at my work, and I'm like, oh shit. That's usually the call for them. So I stuck around for the band that night. Yeah. They were coming around. They were starting the to come out at the uh, by the end of the night. Oh my god. Yeah. My Luckily god. we we weren't around we weren't around that long when it was dark. But it came out during my brother in law's wedding. Uh it, it was all indoors, thank god. Yeah. But we had to go stop at like the grocery store to grab something and you could hear them crunching under our tires. Ooh. Oh yeah. It was so bad. Like we had to run when we got out of the car oh dude yeah they were caught in her hair there was shit. one there was one time when i was driving uh from uh from dubuque to where we live and yeah. i had to use the windshield wiper there were so many of them yeah so Oof. like if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about there's like a week period yeah in all the around the vicinity where we live more or less along of the mississippi river mm-hmm. where this they're, what are they even called? Like shad flies or something like that? Yeah. Flies, yeah. yeah. Mayflies, shad flies, fish shit flies, flies, whatever. They are out in full. They will completely cover billboards. Yeah. Like they turn lights off on bridges so people don't slide on bug guts in their car. Yeah. The entire downtowns of our nearest, like, over seventy five thousand population yeah. city goes dark. Yeah, yeah. Like the the morning after they are out, they bring out the snow plows to pretty much plow their corpses yeah. off yep. the streets. No joke. It is disgusting. <laughs> and I thought that weekend might have been this last one, your wedding. And yeah. I feared for you. They held off. <laughs> they luckily held off. They usually have already happened by now, but I haven't seen them. Yeah. But I also haven't been driving that way. No, they much. happened. Did they happen? Already? They did. Okay. When, yes. when did they happen? Literally days before your wedding. R- Holy shit! <laughs> so I thought we would get the tail end of them, and we kind of did. Who man? Yeah, no, like five days before your wedding. Man, thank God. A town just south of us had the snowplows out on the bridge. Holy shit! shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yep. shit! Oh. And they said God. they were worse than usual. Really? Damn. Because I guess the river is low. Yeah. And it yeah. makes for perfect breeding ground oh, because of God. a low river. God. Yeah, it's like I the lowest be it's better. been in years. I thought it'd be better if it was wet. Because it, I mean, it hasn't been super wet around. It has some of the low river and it was like perfect breeding ground and they were piled on this bridge. <laughs> yeah. By the way, it'd be better if, if it was wet. That's what she said. 
Oh, oh. Got him. Very good. Got him. Uh, anyway, we got mail. Hey, we got mail. Coming in hot the day after we recorded last week. <laughs> Coming from... I know this one. KV. Yep. Shit. And she writes, let's clarify some things, guys. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> no <laughs> visual of me giving the Jeep wave right now. Oh, I got, I got a Jeep story from my wedding that we got to talk about. Yes. Involving my wedding photographer <laughs> who was taking quite umbrage with us ripping on Jeep people. Let's save that for after the letter. She writes, Okay, so, gentlemen, I guess it was a little deceiving when I took that picture of being ducked inside my Jeep. The ones doing the ducking do not put the rubber duckies inside the Jeep. They place them outside the door handle, sidestep, etc. Sorry about that picture being misleading. Yeah, you should apologize. <laughs> you creep. You jeep creep. Yes, people do buy these rubbers in mass quantity from Amazon mostly. Have I? Rubbers in mass quantity. That is a thing that KV sent you. <laughs> I am going to screenshot that and keep it forever. For People blackmail. buy these rubbers in mass quantity. <laughs> um, nope, but I do pass the ducks on to other Jeeps. It's a Ooh. fun thing that, yes, only Jeepers do. Well, Jeepers creepers. <laughs> uh, you being the creeper. Oh, shit. KV, I got your dumb ass. Oh, oh my God. You are developing quite the rivalry with KV. <laughs> she goes on to say... Y'all can hate on Jeep people and their keeps, but all y'all are just jelly. So wait, are so are Jeep, are Jeep traits like called? <laughs> what did she say again? She just said y'all can hate on Jeep people and their keeps. Their keeps. So, <laughs> so the weird eccentricities that Jeep people do are called <laughs> keeps. They're Jeep keeps. They're Jeep, Jeep keeps. Jk's. Kv. You sicken me. KV, oh. please. I, no, I'm fascinated. I want to know more about what the fuck goes into Jeep culture. <laughs> I could not care less. Oh, do, dude. Do not tell me another story. It is about so Jeep. insanity. <laughs> uh, till next time. Sign KV. KV, I'm going to tell you right now. If this, if, if, if this Jeep culture starts turning Sing into Nexium. Yahoo Mail. Oh, my God. God. What the fuck? Yahoo still exists? So... <laughs> what she... the fuck, KB? So, I know the story behind this. Her, her, num her main email address, right, is the same email she's had since 1998. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at her email yep. address right now. It's got Who 1998 in it. Who owns her? And it's got her email. age when she was in Does Yahoo still exist? Yep, no, 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 I got you. I want to know if Yahoo still exists. <laughs> yeah, that's her original email address. This is almost wow. as bad as my junk as my junk email account as a as my Hotmail account from 04. <laughs> God. Holy shit. Nikes. I'd be uh, like if I kept my hardcore havens at hotmail.com <laughs> from years ago. Everyone had a hotmail. I had a hotmail. I then, still have a hotmail, but it's not hardcore havens at hotmail. I, it got like hacked. You heard it here, you heard everyone. We all have hotmails. 
<laughs> the only thing I had like hooked up to it still was like a photo bucket account, which I still wish I could get into. But I had I can't remember. So you could see emo Troy from 06? Yeah, so I could get yeah. all those sweet emo pictures. So you can see a bunch of pictures of this. <laughs> Joel showing his newly christened ring on his thumb. <laughs> like a prick. Oh, I love it. I am currently <laughs> converting all these VHS tapes to DVD, and there is so much emo Troy. <laughs> Oh, shut the fuck so Hell much yeah. of it. We're definitely going to put pictures of Emo Troy up on the Why, Patreon. Why, because I wore a black jacket once? Yep. God damn. And you're also, you're also 70 pounds. Oh, that's true. And guyliner. And guyliner. I, I didn't know guyliner when I came down there. Could have fooled me. I probably did dye my hair black at that point. Oh, oh you, you definitely totally did. did. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> Which is such a dramatic difference from dark brown. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go that extra step to black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it was a phase, okay? I'm going to go bring that out to the public. Next letter. Uh, from Rita down the street. Up. Oh, shut the fuck up already. <laughs> Subject line, Sandy Larry. <laughs> oh, oh, Sandy shit. Vagina. She writes... <laughs> Hey, Troy and Joel, hope your night is great. Anyway, I am so excited for Sandy Crotch Larry tonight. All those chariot races? Oh, wait, no, that was Ben-Hur. Anyway, again, I hate Coach Havens and everything he stands for. What the? Which is always racism. Hashtag canceled? Please try to say words right today because the amount of Halloween this past week made me want to die. Also, Bucky... I hope your wedding was rad because Hanover Days was better. I'll be damn it. <laughs> I'll be prepping for my seven day vacay in Florabama when you read this. So suck my fat dick. Holy God. shit! She came That's hard right. in this letter. I'm not gonna wow. lie. Wow. Uh, what? She came hard. She's vacationing in Florabama, so you know something's getting pregnant down there. Oh yeah. my god! She just got done being pregnant, so she's up for another one. I guess. And I'm not saying she's gonna be the one being pregnant. She's gonna cause a pregnation of something. Ugh. Whether oh it's an God. alligator, or a fat man, <laughs> an armadillo, what? or a pile of mud. <laughs> oh my God, is that possible? A piece of shit. <laughs> uh, anyway, keep it up. Dusty is coming with me to. <laughs> Dusty is coming with me to Florabama. Oh, oh maybe they're riding shit. out there in his rattlesnake skis. Dusty, well, they gotta head. They gotta head to the Ponderosa. Cause it's getting fucking. I guess they're getting ransacked by John Taffer and Bar Rescue oh, right shit. now. Wait, is Rita down the street at one of the geishas? Oh, oh my god. god. We need, we need right answers. Right in. Right in. We need answers. Uh, anyway, she goes, love always, Chaw. Thanks. No, we don't love you. Thanks, Chaw. Hey, Chaw. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, this one, hot under the wire. Coming from the gutter slutter. Oh, thank Congrats, God. JT. First things first. Fuck Cole! Oh. Wait a minute. What? It, uh, what? I don't know. Want to see what else he's got to say? No. What a comeback. I'm done. Uh, second thing second. Congrats, JT, on your marriage. Third things third. Just kidding, Cole. Oh, good. Okay. You just heard what he All had right. to say. Good. Been voting for your fucking day. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't write in last week. Sometimes when 
tending to the gutters. Things get so slick, it slips my mind to write in. Damn. I get it, man. Damn. I get it. More Damn. than you would be- ever know. <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen your gutters. Thank you. They're pretty slick. They're pretty slick, at least. If anything, they're slick. They're wet, if anything. If anything, they're weatherproof. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, also, Jeep people, what the actual fuck? Duck, duck, please shut up. Oh, my God. Got him. Wow. Uh, KV and KV, energy right, having heat? KV, write in with some other weird shit Jeep people do. Please. And, and if, and if it turns into a whole Nexium thing where you guys talk about how you brand each other, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a we're doing an intervention. Yeah, for real. We're gonna get that Jeep out of your hands. Get it out. It of is your getting because it's it getting out of control. Dangerous. I'm also with. I'm glad that energy has taken our side at, on this. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Another soldier on this. Another crusade? soldier on the anti Jeep. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> We're going to storm the Damascus of Jeep people? <laughs> you better believe we will. <laughs> Shit. Uh, he goes on to say, I'm enjoying Paramount Plus because my GF and I come home every night and watch an episode of Legends of the Hidden Temple, oh, a.k.a. most shit. rigged game in history. I got to jump into the, some of that Nickelodeon shit on there, man. Uh, he... I need to watch Kablam with fucking, uh, <laughs> with fucking Meltman. Oh, man. That's good <laughs> shit. Uh, and then also he watches Are You Afraid of the Dark? So oh. I forgot all that Nickelodeon oh, stuff was on there. I used to be afraid of the dark. I remember watching episodes of Pete and Pete and kind of liking that as a kid. I kind of want to see if that still holds up. Um, well, that was a weird fucking show. His next sentence, what's your favorite top five nostalgic Nickelodeon shows from your <sighs> childhood? Ooh. Hugs and kisses from the non-married JT. Okay. You want to I talk was, about this really quick? Yeah, why don't we go get through this right now here? Yeah, top five. I need to look this up because I remember when I would go to my grandma's and watch Nickelodeon, there was like a weird space show that was a total ripoff of Star Trek that I fucking loved for some reason. And I, I, only, I remember the only reason I started watching it is because they had Zack from Power Rangers in it. Oh, I vaguely remember that. And it... It's like their the ripoff of Spock had like spirals for ears instead of just like pointy ears, <laughs> and it was so weird. I need to look this up. So as a, I might have to retract myself from this because like growing up, I did not have cable or anything like that. So like, I did not have Nickelodeon. But from vaguely going to my cousin's house and Joel's house, I do remember a few things. Um. I would say, from what li- a little I've I've seen of Pete and Pete, I think that that would be on my top five because it's like yeah, obscure it, it's and so, weird. It was so weird, but it was like I don't know. It it's was like Twin Peaks for kids. Yeah, it pretty much is because every episode <laughs> would be just like some random adventure that that one of the brothers would get into, and it was always something so out of left field. Mm-hmm. I remember loving it as a kid. It's called Space Cases. Space Cases. That does not sound familiar at all. Um, Only had two seasons. <laughs> I remember uh, Kablam loving that when I watched it. Mostly just for the action figure section. Oh, yeah. Uh, I loved all that. Yep, I was going to say, all that's on Big my Big fan of all that. Uh, Ren and Stimpy. Ren and, Ren and Stimpy. Stimpy's probably my number one. Yep. Ren yeah, Stimpy's Ren and Stimpy's great. good. Uh, I was I was really into Doug. I like Doug a lot. I loved Doug. Doug. Okay. It was so 
it did was, not follow Doug to Disney though. Doug is like the king of the hill of net of Nickelodeon. <laughs> it is oh, so. Okay. It is. It is here so. We go, here we go. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying. It, 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 it's so bland. But I don't know. For some reason, I was just fascinated by it. Okay. All right. Here's another one for me. What 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 would you do with Mark Summers? Nope, I don't know. What would you do? Oh my god, I fucking love what. I remember. I remember more from Guts or not Guts. Um, Double Dare. Double Dare's good. I think what would you do takes the cake for me. Really? Yep. I I gotta remember what would you do. I. It sounds familiar. What 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 would you do? I remember um, gu- I remember guts was a lot of fun to watch. But Rocco with Moira, Moira Rocco's the good. Moira or the Ariel ref. Monsters. Our real monsters is really good. Keenan and Kale, guys. Why? Uh, <laughs> I I like Keenan and Kale, but I was more into the animated stuff. I think. How about mm-hmm. salute your shorts? Not animated. Oh my no. god! Camp no. on Awana, we hold you in your heart. The fat and every, kid. And when we think about you, it makes us want to fart. Yes. So remember the fat kid. Yeah. So I I associated with the fat kid so much. Okay. There was a claw cracker episode. I can't remember what the fuck it was about, but something about him cracking like lobsters or something with his claw cracker. My God, I cried because I felt oh, like that fat kid. Up. I I will not shut up, you asshole. I really <laughs> did. You and I did not like, didn't care for it at all. Adventures of Pete and Pete. Okay, fair enough. I get it. Didn't get behind it. I get it. Um, Kablam was good. I get it. You know what I didn't um, really get into was Rugrats. It's one that's like super popular, really? but I never got into it. I, I would watch if it was on, but I don't. I don't know if I was ever like, oh, I need to fucking watch Rugrats. Um, Hey Arnold was okay. I was uh, too old, I think, when Hey Arnold. Yeah, came out. it was. It was definitely on the tail end of my Nickelodeon watching, like. SpongeBob was definitely on the tail end of my like. I don't even remember watching any SpongeBob. No. I think it was like right when I was done watching Nickelodeon. It was when SpongeBob came out. Came out when we were in high school, I think. Yeah. But um, I'm gonna look through the Paramount app and see what they have Nickelodeon wise because now I'm curious. Yeah, but I think that's pretty much all my top ones there. They have some other ones on here that I'm looking and it look these. I think they were on other programs as well. They weren't just like Nickelodeon staples. Like what? Well, there was like the like a Men in Black cartoon. I remember watching that on like nope. CBS. Don't remember that at all. Yeah, and like a Garfield cartoon, all that kind of stuff. Like, oh, I have Hey Dude on here. Hey, hey, dude. Um, hey, see Danger, are you over there? What are your top favorite Nickelodeon? Cart, oh, I vaguely remember Nick Arcade. Rugrats. Rugrats, okay. okay. Rocco's Modern, Modern Life was good. Okay. Uh, I did like Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, Clarissa. Yeah. Clarissa okay. It all okay. Good. There's not as much. Um, Doug. I love Doug. Love Doug. Patty Manny's. Love Doug. Can I just agree? It was pretty much Snick. Right? See, yeah, I don't. Dude, I Snick, wasn't Snick was fun. I didn't have cable, Snick so I never me, got into Snick. Snick at night. Snick was that. Snick was that shit where it was like, it was it was late enough where it's like I feel like an adult because I'm watching, I was I'm watching a uh, television for older kids, and I'm like, oh yeah, dude. I did I'm like, like I did like Ed, Ed, and Eddie, even though yep. it came out later. 
I'm a I I I'm an adult now. I'm watching I'm watching Double late Dark night Stars. Nickelodeon. Dark Stars, Double Dare. Double Dare. Um, Camp on Yeah, that's uh, Shlute Shorts. Shorts. There you go. Well, I'm not staying. Well, that's <laughs> you going to bed? No. Okay. <laughs> you going to bed? No, I'm just gonna do my own I'm shit. Just, just came in here and lit a candle. I'm okay. telling you, dude. Okay, so I'm looking at the Snick lineup, right? Why are we even talking about? 92 to 94 is where it's at. Clarissa explains it all at 8 o'clock. Adventures of Pete and Pete, whatever, fuck that, it's dumb. <laughs> at 8.30. 9 o'clock, Red and Stimpy. 9.30, yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark? 92 to 93, I was 6 and 7. But I want to say that Space Cases was part of Snick at 1.2. You are totally right. Yeah. I think Rugrats was my favorite, though, as a kid. 1996, the 8:30 block. Because I remember, I remember, <laughs> I remember spending the night at my grandma's house, and I'd watch Space Cases, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Because I think there were there was times where they showed kind of blood, and I was like, Whoa. "Ooh, blood. well, that must be 96 to early 97 because it moved to the nine o'clock <laughs> instead of 8:30. Probably got all kinds of balls and dicks on there. Wow, oh, yeah, it's, oh. it's dicks it, and boobs. There's so much nudity on that show; it was crazy. And it's grandma's. Snick went on <laughs> to the early 2000s. Here's the last Snick lineup, okay? Ooh, I'm curious. Spring 01 to summer 01. 8 o'clock, SpongeBob SquarePants. Yuck. 8.30, The Amanda Show. Ugh. I vaguely remember the... The Amanda Show is what, like, the Amanda Show... Number one celebrity crush. No, no, no. Dude, until she got hammered and got DUIs, I'm with you. Look at her now. Like a real freak. (laughs) Anyways, I'm nine o'clock. Me on nine this. o'clock. She had those. The, she had them chipmunk cheeks. She did. Oh, God. She did. Woof. Wonder what she's done. Never mind. The brothers Garcia the at nine brothers o'clock. Brothers Garcia. And at nine thirty, all that. What you can't. All that was still thing? around in early two thousand. Apparently. Or late two thousand. Unless this was point. a rehash. Two thousand one, not late two thousand. This was. That was like a skit show. Or two thousand one. With kids and Amanda Bynes was on it as a kid. All that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah that was it's good. all that's where that that's where Keenan and Kel came from yeah. too, and all that was really funny. Dude, I loved all that. Remember Animorphs? Oh, oh fuck, <laughs> that's right. Nickelodeon did have like some have like a season of Animorphs. Yep. Or the Mystery Files of Shelby Woo. Oh fuck, I do remember that. <laughs> I don't remember any of that. That shit was shit. good too because it was that actual mystery. Like hey guys, you had to sit around Bucky and like had no life. <laughs> Dude, I lived for... When I would go to my grandparents' house, I would fucking... Because they were the only people that I knew that had cable. <laughs> I'd be fucking. I'd be fucking. I'd be fucking. I was fucking... Watching Shelby Woo. I was fucking people watching the Mystery Files of Shelby Woo. Shelby Woo, fuck you. But they actually you. set it up where it was like an actual mystery where like they would actually introduce things in the show where it was like, if you found... If you like spotted this, you already knew who did it. Where wow. you're like... Fuck yeah. Wow. Like, there was sometimes I'd watch Shelby wow. Woo, and it's like, I already know who did it, Shelby Woo. You should have asked me. I saw the clue. And then you should have asked me. Saw the clue, Woo. I saw the clue, Shelby Woo. Still didn't get it. <laughs> ah, shit, I fucked up. I'd be fucking. There Mr. Fowler Shelby was badass. There you go. Though. Thanks for opening that uh, little can of worms there, JT. <laughs> yeah. Took us down a ten-minute rabbit hole of Nickelodeon shows that we may or may not have seen. <laughs> Me ranting on all the shit that I saw at my grandparents' house and you guys being like, I just watch these cartoons. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's going to put us right at the Tournament of Random Movies. Tournament of Random Movies, guys. And the first round, it was not well known, but it was controversial. Wow. 
because uh, we know old Sam, he definitely chimed in because he is a big fan of uh, of the uh, not so well known movies. <laughs> is that what? In fact, he actually brought up doing of? a double feature of these two, and I'm like, I I'd be into that for good time and colossal. Yeah. Uh, Cole, did you do any research to find out what these are about? Not a single bit! <laughs> Alright, well... Uh, last I checked, and uh, I'll double check just to make sure, there is a winner. It was tied It was tied for a long time. Oh, what are really? we doing in the case of a tie? Uh, Chelsea decides. Okay. That's, that's usually... <laughs> that's what we do. It was between Good Time and Colossal. The winner with 54% of the vote. Whoa. So it was a close one. 13 okay. votes. Good Time. I love how you always say it's 54%. It was super close. Very low voters. But, uh... Hey, it's still close. You don't close. have to say that. It's still close. You don't have to say that. Good Time took it. So Colossal Sweet. out. Okay. Good Time. Oh, shit. I voted for Colossal. Fuck. Good Time is in. Damn it. Okay. I voted for one of them. I can't remember. I don't know either one of them. So. <laughs> Good time is in, which brings us to our next first round match. It is a movie from 2005, starring Nicolas Cage. Okay. And a film from 2000, which is a foreign film. Is it Wicker Man? It's not Wicker Man. Fuck! <laughs> a film from 2000, which is a foreign film, but was... Very badly ripped off by a very popular book and film franchise. Ooh. Oh. Uh, okay, is the Nick Cage one, like, Lord of War? It is Lord of War. <laughs> I don't know why I know that. Or why I've already War, seen it. Where I think he plays, like, a Turkish person and has no accent, even though his brother, played by, uh... Oh, fuck, what's his name? You and me went to go see this in the theater. We did. We were like eighteen. It was very like, odd that we Lord were like, "Let's go see War. Lord of War." I thought, I think we thought it was going to be way more action packed than it was. It turned out it was just a very, just very melancholy, yeah, like more drama about an arms dealer. Yeah, <laughs> and we yeah. were like, "There's going to be so many guns and killing." What's the name of it? Lord, Lord of, of War. War. Okay. Yeah. I don't uh, think it's bad. No, I, I just, didn't leave hating it. I just no. like, that wasn't what I thought it was going to be. No, uh, yeah. <clears throat> that was like a, a weird, mature movie I went to go see as an 18-year-old. Yeah. And uh, I think Jared Leto plays his brother, and he gets he gets like a full-on Turkish accent. Nicolas Cage plays his brother by blood, grew up together, no accent. Doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Does not give a shit. <laughs> uh, it's the best thing about Nicolas Cage. He just shows up and just does him. Is the other one Battle Royale? Battle Royale. Yes, I'm on shit this tonight. Is, this... I don't... With Nick Cage? No, but Battle oh, Royale... Is in Lord of War. Is in Lord of War. Battle Royale is kind of my... I want it to win. Wait, is that okay. like, a, like a Korean or Asian film? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of this. It's a, yeah. I think it's a Japanese movie. I've but heard of this. It's pretty much the Hunger Games, but they go hard. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, fucking yeah. elementary school kids okay. are involved, and they kill the fuck out of each I other. I have seen bits of this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm voting for that. So, Lord of War <laughs> versus Battle Royale. I'm also going to vote Battle Royale. Oh, man. Because I've, I've never seen it. 
Oh, so, and you've uh, never seen anything. Oh, they go it? hard. I've seen, I mean, pieces of it, like just clips. Mm. But I've seen all of Lord of War when I was like eighteen. I never wanted to go back. I mean, really. it's Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Wicker Man, and I was gonna be pumped. <laughs> You mind if the I bees! try one of those bu- bu- bush light apples? Yeah, you got one, bro. Well, I might as well start with two. Just one is fine. You got yeah. it. First time ever, right? This is the first one ever. Let's get a review on the oh, box. Let's get a, let's get a review of that yeah. bush light it's apple. We're not anywhere near the one hour mark yet. Is that so. crack? Yeah, we're not near the one hour mark at all, of course. We're probably fucking past it at this point. <laughs> we're well, very well much past, past it. Don't worry. First initial thoughts. Very sweet. Yeah. It is a sweet. It's sweet. Tastes like apple juice. Well, it's bush light yeah, apple. It does. So yeah. That makes sense. That's it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're drinking apple juice. <laughs> I would not have bought 130 packs of this like that picture you showed me earlier. <laughs> I would. Dude, this shit goes insane. When they first when they first released Bushlight Apple, it was gone. All of it was gone in a week. Really? Yeah. Seriously, bush light goes like fucking water around here. Yeah. yeah. You add fruit to it, and people just go absolutely insane. Like, oh my god, it's fucking healthy! <laughs> it's healthy. Shut the fuck up. It's got healthy. fruit it's in got it. It's got an apple got in it. fruit in it. It's healthy. Apple, it's got fruit. <laughs> bush light apple a day keeps the doctor away. I get my fiber. I can poop regularly. God damn it. So, there you go. Lord of War... Versus Battle Royale. Right. We'll see who joins Good Time in the semi. Or no, give me a quarter. I love quarterfinals. There you go. Later on. There you go. It's looking like a pretty interesting uh, tournament so far, would you say? Uh, out of the two choices? Out of the, out of the two <laughs> matches we've had so far. <laughs> very interesting, yes. Very, very, very interesting. Uh, Chelsea also, as her lovely self stopped by, Dropped off a new podcast candle. Oh, it's a uh, a pandle, uh, bourbon whiskey scented candle. What? Oh my god! No so, wonder I'm getting drunk. Oh, it's the beer. Yeah. <laughs> so Idiot. why don't we jump into the winner? I don't know. Are we there yet? Let's I go mean, to the winner. I feel like we need to be there right after now. all this talk about ponderosas. Uh, twenty minutes. Yeah, nineteen and a half. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Uh, yeah. Quite the, uh, quite the discussions on the podcast tonight. I feel Got like we're. Drunk. I feel like we're on point more than I ever. I feel like I'm drunk more as fuck. than ever. More than ever. More than anything in the world, Ron. We, d- we dove into everything that you'd be talking to. <laughs> we're the Furious Seven of podcast episodes. <laughs> uh, we are talking about the Lawrence of Arabia film that came out. <laughs> December 16th, 1962. Fucking hell. December. Christmas release. That's right. Uh, If you're looking at Amazon renting it, it has like 1989 restoration on there. Yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg and uh, Marty. I call him Marty. Had uh, their hands in that restoration there. Uh, A little bit. Uh, Budget of $15 million for this movie. Domestically made thirty seven point four nine million and worldwide sixty nine point nine nine million. I would say fifteen million is probably a lot for that time of year. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, if adjusted for inflation, domestically it would have made four point four three point four 
143.8 million dollars. Holy shit. My goodness. 1962-2021's got a quite an inflation rate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from shit. 37 million to 443 million dollars. Guys, we're going down the shitter. Yeah. Spielberg has said that this movie <clears throat> would cost 285 million dollars at least to make today. Yeah. And they had a budget of 15 million in 1960. Well, a lot of this was done on location. A lot of it was done on location and a lot of the extras were actual uh Arabian soldiers shit that donated their time to the film. So, there you have it. I even I even heard a fact um Thanks to 70mm did a did their exact same episode this week on it. I haven't listened to that yet. I didn't want to have it cloud my judgment. But they, they brought up a fact that during filming, because it was all in the desert, they had to keep the reels in a freezer, otherwise they would melt. Oh, what? damn. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the, like, the sun was so hot that it would melt the reels after they were done filming. So they had to keep all the reels in a freezer on set. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, I also read that they had to get their water because it was they were in a desert from 150 kilometers away god they had to ship it in for the set holy just to keep shit. everyone hydrated and not die holy shit um i rotten tomatoes has this at 93 percent imdb has an 8.3 out of 10 metacritic 100 percent good uh, god letterbox 4.2 out of 5 stars What are you watching? Sandy? It's Sandy Larry. <laughs> when you, when you Google Sandy Larry, which I did, Back you get up. a song by you Larry song, Hall. You get a song by Larry Hall called Sandy. <laughs> called Sandy. Very good. Stop drinking. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Eternally Tan gives this movie 4.5 stars out of 5. Oh, man. Eternally tan. What? Eternally what tan. did eternally tan give five? Related? Five out of five stars. I couldn't tell. Is it a desert related comment? I don't know. He looks of yeah. uh, how much sun exposures in a movie. I don't know. He, he's not a. <laughs> he, he has a picture of him on the website, and he's not a very tan person himself. And so it's got to be. It's he rates it on sun exposure. Maybe that's true. Five out of five. Five out of five stars is the movie Sunshine. <laughs> uh guys this was this is a classic that goes down in the annuals of time it's been in yeah it's been inducted into the uh u.s congress uh library it's like the first one probably probably (laughs) uh it's it's a big deal oh yeah it goes down into like it's the top one of the top five British films of all time because this was a British film. Oh, yeah. Uh, and in the AFI 100, it's in the top ten, I believe. I think it is, too. Um, I'm going to look it up. It might even be higher than top ten. I'm not sure. But uh, it, you can just say top ten, and as long as as long as it's between one and ten, you're right. Yeah. I, you don't have I, to say it's higher than the top ten. I, well, I would <laughs> don't know if it's top five. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know if that's that well, big of a deal. Top five is still in top ten. You're fine, Troy. Just fuck yourself. <laughs> Just listen to me when I speak. God. Uh, so this is a big deal. Does anyone want to try to digest what this film is oh, about? Oh, God. <laughs> so, I let me just preface this by saying... Number seven. 
on the AFI oh. Top 100 list. Really? Yep. Okay, so I jumped into this. Very low expectations. Oh, well, someone's um, got to give a synopsis. For no, us. hold on, hold yeah, on. I will. Okay. I will. I'm getting oh, in there. Oh, you're okay. getting a synopsis. I normally watch all of our movies, and as I'm watching them, or after I watch them, I Wikipedia them. Yes. And I look for like, and I follow along. Right. Right. This one, I didn't want to even touch a Wikipedia. Oh shit. I didn't shit. look up IMDb. I just wanted to go off what I watched and see if I could fucking follow this shit. Oh. Okay? So can I try? Go yeah. for it. Go for <laughs> okay. it. Okay. This might be totally off. So, we start off with some weird fucking thing about <laughs> this dude going way too fast down this road, apparently trying to avoid people and killing himself. Getting in an accident. Yeah. Right? Well, we find out it's old Sandy Larry. Sergeant Lawrence of Arabia, right? Yeah. Or by the end, maybe, what, Corporal Lawrence or something? Oh, yeah. Captain? Yeah, it was a corporal. He he was a major, and then he got promoted to corporal before he got one more. One more promotion. Yeah, before before he was let go, he got promoted to corporal. And all these people are like, ah, I never knew the guy. Ah, whatever. I shook his hand in Damascus once. Ah, ha, 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 ha. I want to talk about that guy. I love that guy. (laughs) So, this guy died in 1935 or 33? I can't remember which one it was. 35. 35, I think it's a 35. So, we go back, and we're going to cover his entire life. Thought we were going to get... Never mind, that's good. Okay. Not his entire life. Well, most of his life. Adult life. So this guy's a fucking doofus in the army (laughs) for England, right? And he goes up and talks to his in-command and says, I want to go to the desert and um, do something with the Turks? I don't know. Okay? (laughs) So... But his in-command person says, fuck you, you're an idiot. Um, you're not going to do this. And he says, well, I'm going to prove you wrong. I can do it. So he does. So he goes into the desert and um, becomes a person of power in the desert with the Arabs. Um, and all these different like tribe people in the Arab like uh, nation. Yeah. Eventually rises up through the years, I think years, maybe, and um, becomes, <laughs> so becomes a person that uh, enjoys killing and looting, and um, yeah, I'm fucking lost, guys. I don't know. You're kind of you're on the right yeah. track. Like it's so it's so fucking long. Okay, <laughs> that's the problem. And this is why I'm surprised you watched it the whole way through. Did and, you watch it all the way through? I did. And oh, of wow. all the movies, like, you say that you pretty much, like, have a wiki open for all the, mo- like, movies that you watch. Yeah. Just so, like, you're not missing anything. You can kind of, like, right. piece it together if you miss a detail. I usually never do that, but I did it for this one. <laughs> That's so and funny. you didn't do it for I this didn't one. do it at all. <laughs> because, like, I'm watching this, and I get through all of Act 1... Which is like the first? I'm gonna no, not Act One, Part One, because there's an intermission in this film. Yeah. So I go through all the Part One and I'm like, what I what what happened here? Yes. And so like I open the wiki and it says like Part One, this happened all before the intermission, but it doesn't really like it simplifies everything and kind of gives like who's everyone names are because I can't follow anybody's names in this except for yeah. Lawrence Farage. For, oh, excuse me. <laughs> my, oh, God. my God. You mean. Orens? Friggin' Orens. Right there. 
At one point, they call them Leorons. But, uh... So, I, I, that, I, that's what I did. I, I actually wikied it as I was watching it yeah. after that. And I never usually do that. <laughs> but I felt like for a movie that is such in high regard that I should catch more of what I'm not catching. Yeah. JT? It, it's long, but I think the thing that I hold against it is that it's just so dense. Like I see, I don't even feel like it's really that dense. They, like it's long, and they have like a lot of things happen in it, but like stretched out over nearly four hours. Yeah, I feel like if this movie was made today, yeah, they wouldn't make it four hours. It might be two and a half hours, almost three. And see, the thing is, I think if this movie were made today, it would be a mini series. Yes. Because, okay. Oh, for sure. Because it's like, I feel like I've watched a lot of things that are like this, but it's more like, it's like a four episode show on Netflix as opposed to yeah. a four hour long movie that we watched here. Yeah. Because, like, as I was watching it, like, I wouldn't, I'm going to tell you the truth. When I went into this, I was dreading it. Because I, every time I thought of Lawrence of Arabia, I just thought it was like a weird white savior, I'm gonna go and save the Arabs type movie. Yeah. And it was just kind of it was just kind of built up because there's a lot of beautiful shots to it. And I was yeah. like, I don't give a shit about fucking shots. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. if it's a beautiful film, sure, cool. There might be a few times where I'm like going ooh ah, but that that won't last me four hours of like Yeah. Loving it. Yeah. Like even after even after four hours of 3D movies, I'm gonna be like, ah, fuck this. Yes. Like even watching Avatar, I got bored after a while for the 3Dness of it. Yeah. Like I was just like, yeah, cool. It's 3D. I'm here for three hours. Yeah. When, when it's just style <laughs> over substance, it's just like I under I get it. Yeah. I, you fall into it really quick. Yeah. It's like, okay, I get what you're doing. And like all I was hearing about Lawrence of Arabia was is how beautiful the shots were, and I'm like, okay, sure, I get it, but that can, will only last me so long. And beyond that, I just thought it was a fucking white savior, I'm going to save the Arabs and save the day type movie. Yeah. But, like, as it started, like, it was literally subverting all my expectations. Like, the first shot, that, the first shots they show when Lawrence is on his bike, and I was like, mm -hmm. great, now we're going to, we have to go out of our way to show how badass is because he's driving a fucking motor <laughs> motorcycle before he goes and saves Arabia. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's like this whole thing where it's like he's acting all weird and he d kills himself. And I'm like, all right, well, I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. But then it like starts going into Citizen Kane where like they're asking people about him. I'm like, so they're going to rip off Citizen Kane. That's exactly what I thought too <laughs> when I was watching this. Oh, I like, forgot about they're that. They're going to do fucking Citizen they're Kane They're going to fucking shit. rip off Citizen Kane, but it's like, it's about a guy going to Arabia. Yeah. But then they, but then they scrap that where I was like, okay, that, I didn't expect that. And they, they then they cut to him doing his job. And I'm like, okay, now we're going to see how badass he is. And he's kind of a fucking klutz, and he's kind of weird. So it's like the like the first half hour to 45 minutes of this, everything I was expecting the movie to be was not that. And yes. I was kind of digging that. Absolutely. Okay. Like, I, Well, I didn't know what to expect at all. So, like, it didn't subvert any expectations of mine at all. And yeah. so I was just watching it for what it was. And so... I actually, I I thought the motorcycle scene was fine. I I was kind of let down by it, though. Like, I, I know this is from 1962, and, like, like 
making it's not going to be as it's not going to be shot as it is like today i understand that i get it but like i felt for like i had no idea what the film had like ahead of me but i felt for like the beginning of this for him to die being a putz like not paying like trying to be awesome and drive really fast on the road yeah maybe be like an adrenaline junkie for whatever reason and then like oh there's people like over this hill and i should fucking watch out for him or not be on the other side of the road (laughs) like you're a moron (laughs) so you're a moron you fucking died by your own hand like uh, to me it wasn't like a worthy death and in hindsight going forward in the movie like there's a lot of awesome stuff that happens with him yeah and for this to be the way he goes out it's like oh okay and it never really goes back to it so you can kind of forget about it because it happens four hours earlier (laughs) and i mean in in the in like the long ideal of like what his whole life is i feel like they're trying to say something but i'll go into that once we start getting further through the movie okay so I, oh, let me just No, go here. ahead, go ahead. But go I ahead. did like the way they kind of Citizen Kane it and did set up, like... Yeah. He was this legend or whatever, mm-hmm. and whether if you knew him or not, like, he's got a name of himself. Yeah. Like, he's built up as his legend to you before you even get into his story. Yeah. And then it's kind of fun to see as the story goes on, to see how his... Even though, like... Yeah, he does some he does some cool things, but he's not the great man people say he is, and you can see how that legend can be built up by what people do to build him up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I and that's the aspect of it I liked where he starts out like way up here, right? Yeah. In the eyes of people regardless if he's like infamous or famous, yeah. whatever it is. Yep. Because I actually liked at the end of his funeral where Somebody like says like you know, he's kind of a jerk off or whatever, yeah. and he, and then some hey you don't talk about him like that. Well, have you ever met him? Well, no. I shook his hand to Damascus yeah, once. Yeah, I, I, that when they when they pay off that scene, I lost my shit. <laughs> I loved that scene so much. I watched this in three and a half different sittings. So yeah, I forgot about that completely. Oh, dude, I remember like. I, I forgot about it until it started happening, where he's shaking a guy's hand in Damascus, and I'm like, that's the fucking guy from the beginning. No, I and he is such a putz when he does it, <laughs> even down to where, like, even Lawrence is like, who the fuck are you, as he's shaking his hand, and then as he walks away, I swear to God, the dude looks in the camera and gives a cheesy grin. I totally caught and that. And I was like, I fucking love it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like, he comes off as such a putz where it's like it's literally like if you ran into like a D-list like a D-list TV celebrity, like that's how he's like, oh my god, I've heard your name, I want to yeah. shake your hand, and then yeah. even he's like, get the fuck away from me, who are you? And I he totally walks, caught that. And he walks smile. away, and the guy just like legit looks at the camera like, huh. <laughs> like he's like, that's literally like the, that's the the closest to a famous person he's ever come across. So like if he was they. At, like, the fucking memorial to that guy, and someone were to talk shit about him, of course he'd be the first one to be like, Hey, that's a great man! Don't you talk shit about him! <laughs> like, oh, man. That was so, probably the best payoff of the whole movie, was that guy being a shit. I just have to say, did anybody else think their TV's picture went out? Yeah. Because 
I yes. put and I have tons of notes. Oh, on there's this an fucking, overture. Yeah, I have a ton of fucking notes I was, on this movie. My favorite thing. The minute there was an overture, I was like, Cole's gonna fucking hate. Oh this. my god! I put five minutes of me trying to figure out why my TV picture went out. <laughs> but my first note is spelled it wrong. So I put an L A U R E N C E, and it was not bringing it up. I was like, "What the fuck is this bullshit?" <laughs> and then I know we already talked about it a little bit with the motorcycle thing. I went, "A motorcycle? I thought he rode a fucking camel in this movie." <laughs> <laughs> My first ten minutes of this movie, I'm going, "This is nothing what I thought it was gonna be." I would say the overture did throw me off at first because I, I I started to hit the the movie and I was getting settled in, and I'm like the fuck i want to say there's another movie we watched that had an overture to it. i think didn't 2001 have an overture to it i don't remember i was fucking I pissed <laughs> well i was <laughs> i wasn't pissed. pissed but i was kind of like aggravated because like i'm watching this movie under the wire at yeah. this point i've already started it later than all of you guys <laughs> and i'm like i have four hours of movie ahead of me that i need to cram <laughs> And they're shoving a five-minute overture at me right at the beginning. I'm not going to lie, skip the overture. I'm like, fast forward. I don't I blame you. to get to that shit. I, I'm the, just going to say... The score is fine. Like, I get it. I was going to say right now, I did listen to the overture because I do like the music in this movie. I like the music just fine, but I don't feel like <laughs> I've heard... It, it was probably, like, one of a kind when it came out, but since it's been duplicated or... Yeah. Uh, like, oh, yeah. Reminisced on. I was gonna you know say, I mean? speaking of duplications, I feel like the mummy, the Brendan Fraser mummy, ripped this fucking score off. I don't remember the score of it, that at all. But I feel, I feel like, cause I think me and Molly watched uh, the Brendan Fraser mummy like a few months ago, and like the minute I started playing the overture, I was like, this sounds like the fucking Brendan Fraser mummy. Yeah, I feel I. I felt like it sounded kind of like Aladdin, like Disney's Aladdin. Yes, oh, yeah. one. That, yep. My kids thought it was Aladdin. Yeah, that sounds like Aladdin, yeah. yeah. So, that I mean, that's where I kind of like... It's reminiscent of other things I've already heard. So, I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. Like, it at the time, probably was great. Now, having no love for this movie beforehand, like, yeah. I don't have any nostalgia for it or whatever. But, like, I, I, I'm going to also preface this. I, I don't know if I need to, because people who listen to this probably already know. I'm not like a movie historian or anything <laughs> like that. So I'm coming at this movie with fresh eyes, no history on it whatsoever. But I think that's part of the charm of our show, though, too, is that I every time I listen to a movie podcast, there's always, there's always like a love for old whole old Hollywood type films. Right. And it's like, we go in, even me, like, I love movies. But I've never gone back and watched, like, the classics or, like, the ones that I've... We have watched ones for the show. Yeah. But I've never, like, actually gone back and, like, watched watched them in, like, appreciation for film. I just like movies. Yeah. So, like, going back and watching something like this, like, I'm not going to hold back and be like, this is bullshit. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, sure, maybe it inspired things that I like now, but I didn't see this before I watched the thing that inspired it. I think that probably did it better. Yeah. So, like, going back and watching stuff like this and, like, seeing, like... Could they do something? Could they do something that makes me appreciate this without having seen the things that inspired that this inspired? Yeah, right. Uh, 
so then going into more of the movie after it gets started, I would say that I liked the immediate, like, juxtaposition of, like, his infamy, his famous persona to, like, where he gets started, where he's kind of, like, an insubordinate douchebag. Yeah. There's, I, I don't I even like, think he's a douchebag. He's, like, bumbling. I See, I never took him as bumbling. I took him as, like, he's insubordinate because he's too smart for where he is. So, like, he's, yeah. he's just a dick to because he's a smart guy. Yeah. And he's like, I know where I'm at right now isn't where I should be at at my level. I want to do something greater. So, like, I'm just going to be kind of a dick to he, all well, my he, superiors. He's, like, an army guy, but and he never strikes me as, like, he's seen any action. Because he talks up, like, man, this is a pretty shitty place to be in, huh? And it's like, motherfucker, I was in the trenches. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I, I get, that's what I over, get, too. He's over here, like, bitching about being in a basement, drawing maps, and then, like, dude, I love it here. I'm not getting shot at. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I also want to just say I have no recollection of what really happened in World War One. Like it's just a oh, blind dude. spot. World War One is a shit show. Like so, I I know vaguely what happened in World War One, but not this part. What where they're at? Yeah, like this is a complete blind spot. It, it's well, it's pretty much just the Turks are part of the Axis powers. So it's like okay, because even the guys in this they are like totally trying to sweep this under the rug, being like. Yeah, the Turks are a problem, but, like, they're not Germany. Germany's the main problem. Yeah. Like, that's kind of why they kind of put Lawrence in charge of this, because it's like, we want to focus on Germany. We need someone to kind of keep an eye on the Turks so they don't get, like, all up in our shit. Okay. So then they're like, oh, so Lawrence, you fucking go down there, see if the Arabs have it under control, then report back to us. Okay. That's kind of I his job. I wish somebody would have told me that before I went to watch the movie so I had any context of why it matters what yeah. he's doing. I kind of get, I kind of gathered it watching it. it. They definitely talk in circles a whole lot when it's just the officers. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, you could literally break this down in a way shorter scene than what you're doing it in. Yeah. But technically it's like, they're trying to figure out how do we keep an eye on the Turks so they don't get all up in our business in like town in like cities we actually care about because they don't give a fuck about Arabia. They're just like fuck yeah. Arabia. They're doing their own thing. We don't even want to touch them, but we need someone to get with Arabia to keep an eye on the Turks so they're not fucking with our shit. So it's like, well, then we'll send Lawrence down there. He already knows the area because he's fucking writing maps for him. We'll have them him get buddy buddy with the Arab tribes. So then, if the Turks do invade them. He can report back to us and be like, hey, Turks are in our business. We should probably send some troops down there. Okay. 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 Yeah. But then, he, but then he kind of goes down there with his own kind of idea where it's like, well... Also, I don't, what I don't is really... Arabia? <laughs> the place where Arabs live. <laughs> Duh. It's idiot me. <laughs> It's technically like, nights, the, Arabian it's technically like the Middle East kind of shit down in there. Sure. But like, um, but he, I think he, he kind of goes down there with more of a, of a mindset of like, I don't feel in place. I don't feel like I have a place here. So I'm going to see if I have a place here. Yeah. What I did. Okay. The one thing I did like about this movie is you get to see the change in Lawrence throughout this movie. Oh, yeah. Because he has quite an arc. Yeah, it's a... It, 
it reminded me a lot of Breaking Bad, in all honesty. Uh, yeah, kind of. Really? Yeah. Like, like, I never put that together until right now, but, like... You're kind of seeing, like, a mild-mannered uh, map maker turn into, like, a bloodthirsty... Like, kind of like a bloodthirsty warmonger at the end. Yeah. Okay. And I loved the point where he's kind... He is, like, this mild-mannered type guy. Yeah. Thinks he's kind of better than he is. And then gets sent on this trip. And then pretty... Like, becomes the white savior of these Arab people. Yeah. And, like... I mean, white savior in a sense. I mean, it, it is. that. I mean, that's what it yeah. is. But, uh, but he sees himself as one of them yeah. at that point. Yeah. So, like... Anyway, going past that part, but, like... He, sees, he goes from, like, that lowly map maker... To the point where he, before he, right before he gets captured, he pretty much thinks he's invincible. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, his yeah. ego is at 100,000%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like... Yeah, even, like, right before he gets captured, he's like, just ignore him. Yeah. As, like, Turkish guards are being like, we're gonna fucking kill you if you don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, just just, just don't listen yeah. to him. We'll, we'll keep walking. He literally says, and it's they like, can't what see the me. Yeah. And I'm like, like are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? You blonde haired, blue eyed, and it sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, British and it's yeah. literally like it's literally like when they made fucking God bleed. That's what it is to him. To to where it's like when they come across a Turkish army who's been already beaten and they're retreating. He's like, let's go fucking kill him. Yeah. Where it's like, God damn it! <laughs> what the fuck? And not only <laughs> is that an arc form, but he also goes from like a bit of a pacifist. Yeah, like he doesn't want to have a gun. Yeah, like he gives his gun. He it. gives his gun to the to the fucking one guy. Like that. That's yeah, his, his guide. Uh, guide. Yeah. Yeah, and then the guy dies in front of him by yeah. like the person that kind of becomes like his number two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, he flat out says he's enjoying killing. Who does? Doesn't Lawrence say that at one point that he enjoyed killing? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no. Well, like, I love like the whole the first part is for me the first part is the slowest part. But, oh, I by lo- far. but I love the arc of it because it starts with him saving, like, they go on this big trek through, like, this big desert to Arabia. get... Arabia. Yeah. They have to go <laughs> through, like, this huge desert part to get to, like, this port town. Yeah. So, like, to the point where, like, they're like, dude, if you go through there, there's no... We might not fucking make it through. Yeah. And he's like, we, like, this is the only way we'll get there because they have all their guns pointed towards the sea We'll get there, we'll sneak up on them, we can almost take the town with almost no casualties kind of thing. So as they're going through there, they lose two people. They lose one of his one of his young boy guides, yep. and they lose another guy. Yep. So he goes back and gets them, he saves them, and when he comes back, he's this big hero. Literally before the sec- the first act ends, he ends up killing both of them. <laughs> yes. So it's like, he like literally, like this big, this big triumphant thing that he did that pretty much won the respect of all the all the Arab people that he's guiding he it's literally moot because he's and he ends up killing him with his own hand by the by the end of the first act yeah so I love that whole thing where it's like like it, it's like a total it like totally leads you up into the second act where it's like anything that he does in good faith it ends up being like one step forward two steps back kind of thing to where by the end he's so desensitized by it they just turns into like this kind of warmonger where it's like well then if the only way that i can make change is violence and i'll just choose violence every time yeah i mean it did look like it still 
weighed on him to make that decision. Yeah. Uh, all of those decisions no, to kill. But that's what I love about Peter O'Toole. Like, Peter O'Toole is a fucking awesome in this. Because there's a scene, like, at the end when they're killing that Turkish army. Yeah. His face is both, like, it looks like he is both distressed and orgasming. <laughs> <laughs> like, he has this face where it's like, like, it looks like his, his teeth are chittering and, like, he's, like, in horror and both like, oh, I want more, all at the same time. Like, I can't even describe what the face looks like. You almost have to kind of see it for yourself. Mm-hmm. But he does it where it was like, that's the perfect face for a person in that state of mind. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cole, you want to jump in here? Have, um, got, I just I have, like... A plethora of notes. Hey, I just have, like, some different notes and stuff. Um, <laughs> I have Lawrence as a doofus. Um... <laughs> When he sings a song, <laughs> I'm the man who broke the bank in Monte Carlo. <laughs> when he's fucking riding through the desert, that's early on. Oh, I just God, wrote I random notes. There's, dude, there's so much shit. In uh, this. Poor Jenkins, people sticking shit up his camel's ass. Oh God, I remember that shit. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit, right? Like, yeah, they were fucking the fuck? with that. What was it? They were trying to sell him something. He wouldn't buy it, so they stuck a stick in the in his camel's ass, and they oh, fucking he they wanted to buy cigarettes off him. Oh and he yeah, gave him an empty pack of cigarettes. I'm like, fuck this guy. Yeah, so they... the kid stuck fucking a stick up his camel's ass, and he God ran away. damn, that was pretty fucking uh, good. That's so sick. Uh, I have you no know, familiar music. There's so much familiar music in yeah. this. Like I know we talked a little bit about it already, but holy shit. Um... I turn on the subtitles for this whole movie. I wish I did. How many times do they put camel groans? <laughs> Holy shit. Um, and the fucking quicksand. I was not ready for that quicksand. Oh, I came out of nowhere. Oh, my God. That was such an intense scene. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then uh, two large glasses of lemonade. <laughs> I need two large glasses of lemonade. <laughs> He likes your lemonade. He likes your lemonade. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I think that catches me up. I don't know. The first half to me, I know. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead here or not. The first half to me was a struggle. Uh, yeah, same for me. Um, like we haven't talked about it yet, but Joel put on the on our little like group chat the yeah. funniest fucking thing because. <laughs> Troy was telling us in our little group chat about how hard it was to get through this movie. And he said, I just finished the first half. And I said, dude, you have to finish this movie. You have to get through the second half. (laughs) And Joel put on there about, man, I didn't think that 2021 bingo card would have Cole encouraging Troy to finish Lawrence of Arabia. (laughs) But for fuck's sake, like... The first half took forever. Yeah. And then once the second half starts, my oh, God, that, it starts off with a fucking bang. But they yeah. go off in like a breakneck speed too, where it feels like they do way more, they do way more time jumps in the, in the second half than they do in the first one. Like the first, the first half feels, it feels like it takes place over like three months. And then the second half feels like it takes place over like four years. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they start off with the American reporter, which is like way out of left field. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's it just, I don't know, that that caught my attention right away. That this American reporter just comes into Arabia. 
yeah. and is like, hey, I'm here. Tell me all the things you know about Lawrence and yeah. where is he at? And it's like, oh, what is yeah. this? This is totally but it's like a brand new movie. But no, but yeah, but I love the introduction of him because he's totally being a propaganda machine for America because this is right right before America was deciding to become part of World War One. So they send him there where it's like, we need, like, he's like, what this movie, what, he's like, in trying to inspire what I thought this movie was that I hated, where it's like, we need a white savior. Yeah. We need a white savior to show the American people that it's okay to be in World War One. Who's the white savior? And then they're like, well, Lawrence of Arabia, there you go. Go take shots of him. Yeah. To where by the end, the guy's like, I gotta still, like, he fucking hates him and he's like, I gotta keep doing my job. So he take his, takes a fucking picture of a blood-soaked Lawrence of Arabia after he just murdered a fucking innocent group of Turkish people. Yeah. Like, I, oh, yeah. I don't know. I love that whole... In, in, like, he's literally trying to portray what I thought this movie was that I was that was going to make me hate the movie. And, like, I don't know. That's what I like about it is that, like, knowing movies of this age, I was expecting it's something that I would hate. But it almost kind of comments on them because yeah. it was like oh man when did high noon come out i was uh, surprised in the fi- before this because i was gonna say i was surprised that this movie was as big as it was because when high noon came out everyone shit on high noon because it was like they took the, the they, they took the protagonist and they made him kind of question the status quo where it's like he's not untouchable and he kind of fucking hates the people that are that he's saving yeah and this is, like, a bigger version of that. Like, a big epic, like, we're putting, like, the equivalent of $200 million into, like, we're questioning, like, what's this hero doing, in all honesty, yeah. kind of movie. And it's, when, like... This came out in 62, right? Yeah. yeah. I knew it was 10 years before this. Okay. So, it was like, that 10 years must have involved a lot of growth, movie-wise... Where like now we're now we're building epics around a, a a hero that we're really questioning by the end, and that's what I that's what I kind of liked about it because I legit went in this thinking it was gonna be like a Middle Eastern Western where like you're watching like a guy that's untouchable, invincible, saving saving the Arab people and fucking making like saving World War One, being the best person ever kind of thing. And by the end, it's almost kind of like he makes a bigger mess than what he was set there to clean up. Yeah. I mean, there are hints of, like, if you uh, compare it to a Western, it does have some same beats to it. Oh, yeah. Um, Even, like, by the second half when they're doing, like, train robberies and stuff, I was yeah. like, this feels like such a Western. Yeah. Uh, I, I I will agree w- with what you said, Cole. Like, the I felt like the first half was a bit of a slog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are, like, character developments in it that I do like, but, oh my god, like, the first half is longer than the second. Yeah. Yeah. By, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I was looking for more to happen then, and, like, once you get in, like, it, the movie kind of tricks you, because once you get into the other half of the movie, which is also the length of other movies, (laughs) it it kind of Two and a half movies in one here. That, like, it does more action-y beats, and it's, like, yeah. it's, like, a, more of a, sp- uh, I don't know, a, quote, sprint to the end. Yeah. I guess. A 1962 sprint. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, this movie is, 
up its own ass at, at a lot of points. <laughs> Because, like, I don't necessarily like war movies either. Yeah. And I know movies around this time, like, if if it's going to be a long one, it's going to be a war movie. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be, like, a, a love letter to, like, how great fucking war is or some shit like that. Yeah. I don't I don't get into that shit. Like, it's not I wouldn't even bag. say this is a love letter to war No, I, No, I'm saying, like, like if it's going to be, like, a long movie, it's going to be a war movie. Yeah. Kind of a deal. Like, yeah. that's kind of, like, how... If it's going to be a thing that they made in like the 50s 60s maybe even early 70s like that's what's if it's gonna be long like three hours it's gonna be about war and all that type of shit yeah um fun fact about this movie there's no woman with any speaking parts in it dude i was gonna say (laughs) by like the halfway point by the halfway point i was starting to realize that i don't think i've seen any women yet yeah holy shit that was the yeah. first fact on imdb trivia it's the longest wow. movie with no yeah it's i don't think there's no women speaking in it but there it's the longest movie without any lead character or secondary character or third dairy character are there even women in it i don't know there might know. be some in the background. Like, they <laughs> like do that's go, what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, they do go to, like, country. Like, it's, it's a country. There has to be some sort of fucking women in the background, I Does guess. Does there? But, like, man, yeah. Holy shit. But I remember, like, at the halfway point, I was like, I don't think I've seen a single woman yet. But, like, so, like, there's a... There's some kind, there's a there's a there's a theory out there about the movie that, like, the reason why Lawrence does not feel... Uh, welcome in like where he lives and he wants to go to arabia is that like he's gay i totally picked up on that oh yeah. i yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah and and they they couldn't they come they couldn't come right out and say it because it's like the late 60s yeah. early 60s so they couldn't come right out and say it so yeah. like and I, like, as i was watching too i was like yeah like he even has things in there too where like every time people bring up britain and it's like why don't you just stay in britain he's like i just I'm not one of them. I like they won't accept me. Yeah. Where it's like I picked up on that immediately. Yeah. yeah. Like people are, and there's even like a there's even parts there where he just kind of like I don't know, like he kind of like sashays and kind of like like carries himself in a certain way where yeah. it's like maybe it's stereotypical to like in this day and age it would be kind of stereotypical to gay people, but like it's kind of a way of saying I'm gay without yeah without, without saying I'm yeah. gay yeah, and it's like in a way it's. It's kind of groundbreaking in that sense, too, where it's like, you can... Sure, someone can kind of lie to themselves and be like, Oh, yeah, he's not gay, he's just a... He's a manly man and shit like this, but it's like... I love the idea of, like, here is a man who's probably gay, who comes into, like, a very militant country that probably frowns on that kind of shit, and he's literally inspired them to come together and do this big, grand thing. And it... I I don't know, like... I feel like this movie says so much. It's it's long. It's very long, <laughs> but it, it it says so much with what it for with like it's it's subject material. Even in even yeah. as, even in the slow parts, like I know you guys say you don't like the first half that much, but I don't know. I kind of liked it for its slowness. Like the all the scenes where they're journeying through the desert, it made it seem so much more, uh, like oppressive. Like when they're doing that whole scene when they're going through, the like the long part of the desert to get to uh, Aguaba or I think it's called yeah. Aqaba. Aqaba, yeah. yeah. It it 
like in any other kind of movie, if it was a two and a half hour long movie, it'd be like a montage that didn't feel that long. And this was still a montage, but it was a montage that felt so much more long and laboring. Yeah, it that, did. That it felt like you were yeah. going. Th- it, yeah, but it like it felt like you were going through the desert with them. Yeah, it did. Like <laughs> one, of my, yeah. one of my favorite parts is like when <laughs> when the one guy falls off his camel and he wakes up the next day and like it literally looks like a horror scene where like he's kind of running from the sun. Yeah. <laughs> like he wakes up and like. It's slowly starting to get lighter, and he looks over, and the sun is coming up, and he starts, like, moving a little faster. Like, the sun is, like, Jason Voorhees <laughs> in the <laughs> desert. Where it's, like, we always joke about, like, in movies when, when it's, like, New York. Like, people say, oh, the New York was a character in and of itself. Yeah. Like, that first half, like, the desert feels like a character. Like, it's a character yeah. that, like, a character that's, like, gonna fuck you up if you don't treat it with respect. I, I do agree with that, but I do feel like it was a bit self-indulgent in in trying to get the imagery of the desert granted there are a few shots where like he is in like the foreground and you see a lot of the desert behind him and it's like you get to see like the beautiful sand sweeping off dunes and stuff like that that looks amazing i'm not gonna lie there's a bunch of really good scenes and the imagery is amazing yeah but i do feel like the oppressiveness that it's trying to put across comes across just fine. And I feel like if maybe the, it, it could be tightened. Like I don't feel like it needs to be that long to tell me how shitty the desert is. Like I, I understand like it doubles as like they're in this for a long stretch of time. Yeah. But like anything could help that with like soundtrack or you said montaging it that wouldn't like help you at all but yeah for me i would still get the point across they've been there for a long time and you could get the point this might just be just a, a difference of opinion that, yeah in terms i completely of agree it probably and, like, is yeah like i feel like in terms of film or in terms of just experiences in general like like i said like this the experience of it i think trumps like like, it's one thing to be like, hey, I get it. And there's another thing to be like, man, that felt fucking long. Yeah. Well, I felt it fucking long. <laughs> and I it, yeah. That. And it did. Yeah. And it's true. And it's like, but maybe. Not in a positive manner to me. Maybe like, in, in a situation where it didn't feel like you're trying to fit in for a podcast, may, maybe, maybe may, you'd, maybe, maybe you'll be able to appreciate it more. Maybe that's right. But, but like, with this, like, the montage of them going to that desert was so long that it, it, I felt the longness of it. Where, like, in comparison to other movies where, like, if they were to do this, they would try to present it through, like, man, this guy is tired. This guy is dehydrated. This guy cannot get through the desert. All this shit. And he would try and do it in, like, snippets of, like, here's a scene, here's a scene, here's a scene, here's a scene. Whereas in this, the scenes would go on for a long time, and it's like, man, they are in this for a while. Yeah. And, like, it, it... it won't give you the full experience, but, like, the fact that you are starting to sense that they've been doing this for a while almost kind of makes you feel more connected to the situation as opposed to seeing a montage of it. I want to just directly compare this to 2001 for a second. Yeah. So, 2001 Space Odyssey also had long extended scenes as well Mm -hmm. to give you, like, a vast scope of, like, the emptiness of space and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I feel like, granted, that movie came out a little bit later. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Not that much later, like five years or so. Yeah. But, like, I feel like it worked better in that than I got in Lawrence of Arabia. Like, yeah. I felt like it, the length weighed on me in a negative way where I'm just like, I, I get it. Like, they're in a fucking hot desert. I understand. Like, yeah. it... To me, it, it was... And maybe it also was the fact that adding on, like... I know I have a four-hour movie to watch, and I'm trying to cram it in this small period of time yeah. to get it watched. So yeah. the length is just eating at me. Yeah. Because I'm like, I need to get through this. Hurry <laughs> it the fuck up. Like, maybe that's the case. And see, for me, I think it's the opposite. Where, like, 2001, it felt kind of... It kind of felt pretentious to me because it's like, they're in a suit. Like, I don't... I can't... I can't connect with people being in a space suit in space... Because I've never been in a spacesuit in space. Sure. But I've... You've never been? But I've been... But I've been in a fucking hot-ass, like, parking lot. <laughs> fucking... So it's like... On I, your camel. Yeah. So I understand, like, being stuck in, like, a hot, oppressive weather as opposed to being stuck in the vastness of space. Oh, sure. So, like... Arabian when those, weather? So when those scenes go on... When those scenes go on for fucking... What feels like for fucking ever, and then the guide says, Well, we got another two days of this. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> Whereas, like, in 2001, where it's just you're just watching a guy breathe for fucking five minutes in a suit, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what it feels like to do that. Yeah. But I know what it's like to be stuck in hot hot weather for the longest time where you're not where you can't drink water. And then if I were to do that and then some guy to come up to me and be like, Alright, another two days then we can drink water. I'm like, fuck you! I wanna <laughs> drink water now. <laughs> um, I did appreciate that they tanned them up. Like, yeah. They Oh yeah. Like and they made a point of it like later on in the movie. Cause like I <laughs> For a minute, I'm like, are they just, just kind of putting them in brown face so they can trick Oh, people? what'd you like, think of Obi-Wan Kenobi in brown face? I, troublesome. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch that, Cole? I, no, I didn't, actually. Ale, Ella Guinness plays Prince Faisal. And who, is, what? who is Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars. You're fucking kidding me. Nope, no, that's Prince Faisal. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh my god. Obi-Wan Kenobi from Star Wars A New Hope is yeah. Prince Faisal in this. Yeah. Oh, hello there. <laughs> I wish we had video to see the look on my face <laughs> right now. He is, yeah. It is like a newborn baby right now. Yeah. Cole's face. <laughs> this is full circle for me. Yeah. 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 Guinness plays Prince Faisal and he's supposed to be an Arab person. So they put him in brown face and... Dyed all of his shit black. Oh my god. And he is Prince Faisal. That's Apparently, amazing. he looked enough like him. I, I was reading other trivia that, like... Yeah. He looked enough like him that they tricked people who actually know the actual prince. Like, he looks very similar. Really? Because yeah. I know they have a... Like, Omar Sharif, I think, was a character in this. And he said that, like... He like he would have taken offense, but, like, Alec Guinness went above and beyond to make sure he got, like, the dialect... Right? So when he... like he's, I don't know. He sounded a lot like... He Obi was very Wan. British, but he still... like He said that he had, like... The ways he would say certain words were more Arabic than it would be if someone would just jump in and be like, I'm an Arab person! Okay. To where All he was right. like... He appreciated, he appreciated the work he put into it. But in the same sense, like... Just get a fucking... Just get someone that, from the area. Yeah, like, that's we, not happening in this not, point. Not, right? happening, not happening in the early 60s. I get it. <laughs> but still... 
But yeah, seeing fucking Obi Wan Kenobi as a fucking <laughs> as a fucking yeah. Middle Eastern person was like, eh, that's Eastern insane Prince. to me. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Uh, and he was okay in the movie too. Yeah. I even waited till the post to the credits. Yeah. To read the names, and be like I don't know anybody except Peter O'Toole. Yep. But I, oh my god. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Prince Faisal. Turns out I fucking do. <laughs> And I, dude, and I, I almost <laughs> love, I love Prince Faisal in this because he's such a, he's such an like on the on the outskirts kind of character. Like he would just kind of jump in and be like, yeah, fucking uh, Lawrence has got this. Yeah. Until the very end, where it's like, I don't need you anymore. We're gonna send you back to Britain. Yeah. Like he's. I, <laughs> I also like too. He's like, <laughs> he seems to be the person to be like, don't tell me a lot because I don't want to be like held responsible for anything that oh, happens. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be on the outskirts of this. Don't tell me any details. He is like, yeah, because like, like they spend a lot of the time being like, uh, like a lot of people being like, we're not politicians, we're we're fighters. Mm-hmm. And then Prince Faisal comes in and be like, fuck yeah, I'm a politician. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I also, um, I think it's maybe the end of the first half or the beginning of the second half where they bring up the like, young men are for war and old men are for like treaties and stuff like yeah. that. That whole spiel yeah i thought that was pretty there's a lot of cool lines in this like even like the, the line in the beginning where um lawrence like does the whole thing where he does the match trick where he like licks his fingers and like yeah. puts the match out and the guy's like how do you do that and he's like well the trick is you just don't you just act like you don't mind the pain yeah and then the, it even comes across in the end when it's like he gets shot in the arm and then like flogged yeah, he's getting flogged and they, all that shit, and it's just like people keep asking him if he's okay. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, goes back to the fucking match trick. Yep. I caught that. Yeah. Callbacks, baby. Um, the point though, though, where he does get captured and like tortured and shit. Yeah. That is a turning point. Yeah. I want to know what exactly happened there, <laughs> because that was like an uncomfortable yeah. scene. It looked like the looked like the officer guy wanted to fuck him. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> And that's what I, I'm assuming happened. Maybe. Really? I took it as that because like, like they beat him into submission to fuck the dude. Yeah. Because what? Even later, that commander was like watching through the doorway, like in a state of like minor undress. And for the yeah. '60s, I was like, oh shit, they might yeah. sub subconsciously fuck <laughs> yeah. or whatever why or like, i didn't pick up on that at all i so that's what i took it as like yeah. the commander of this army of the turkish army that was there like he might have also been gay and like it just like pent up or whatever he's been yeah. there for three and a half years or whatever he said and like maybe mm. that's what he just gets off on torturing dudes or whatever i maybe. i have no idea i i don't know he just went nuts to butts huh that's what I, I took yeah. it as that because it seemed like Lawrence after that was very he didn't want to go into what happened at all. Yeah. Like if he was just beaten, like I don't see why that would be such a big deal. Like yeah, yeah they I was my ego was way up here. I did get captured and like slapped around a bit. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel like there's any like, that would be any shame of saying, like, yeah, I was tortured. But there would be shame in saying, like, I was also maybe raped. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's I'm a possibility, I'm throwing that too. out there. Like, I, maybe I'm way off center here. Yeah. But, like... No. And, but here's another thing, too, is, like, I'm kind of... 
it, it's kind of crazy that like this and Starship Troopers were the two in the finals because there was some Starship Trooper vibes in this too when they shot up a bunch of bugs. No, but it's like Starship. <laughs> like the one thing, the thing about Starship Troopers that people bring up all the time is that like the bugs are built as this big enemy. Yeah. But like as you go through, you're kind of realizing like. We're kind of being the dickheads in this situation. Yeah. Like, throughout the movie, except for that one scene with the general, the Turks are built up as this big, fucking, terrible force. Yeah. And most of the scenes you see with them, it's, like, Arab people kind of fucking their lives up. I was gonna mention that, like, you don't get to see a lot of the Turks in this at all. Yeah, and like, when you do, it's like fucking Lauren's blowing up their fucking railroad tracks yeah. and just, like, unloading on their trains. Or, like, it looks like a lot of innocent people, too. Or that first train blowing up. Yeah. At the beginning of the second half. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't really see a lot of the Turks, and when you do, except for the general, they don't seem like bad people. They're just kind of fucking their world up because it's like... It's World War One, and they're on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even when they come across, like, their, their soldiers in yeah. the second half Like, there, they're retreating, and it's... They're retreating, they're... But you never really get, like... Yeah, they're against each other the whole movie, but, like, the Turks never really are out for blood or mm -mm. anything like that. They're like, we're an army, we're here to defend ourselves... Yeah. Like, you're coming to attack us. We're like, oh, okay, like, fuck you. Back yeah. off. Yeah. And then they get stormed upon and then just get slaughtered. Yeah. Pretty intense scene there, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, thought, I was surprised because this movie was PG. I was surprised it was as bloody as it was because they show Lawrence at the end of that battle and he is covered in blood. I, he was dirty. For 1960, he was for, dirty. 19, for 1962, he's probably covered in blood. Like, I, like so, it was more blood than I thought it was going to be because they show his hands. His hands are covered in blood. Yeah, I mean, okay, so, like, it for being 1962, like, compared to, like, movies that come out now, like, yeah. I thought it was kind of laughable. Like, <laughs> when they show blood and it's, like, bright red. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's... It, like, like if somebody gets shot and it's, like, this little blood stain in the sand or whatever. Yeah. But, like, if people get shot now in movies, it's, like, this blood explosion that splatters oh, yeah. across an entire yeah. wall. It almost kind of made me appreciate it, though, that, like, they were so subtle with the blood up to that point to when they show Lawrence. And, like, it, yeah, it's still laughable to, like, how blood is portrayed today. Yeah. But it was, in terms of the movie, the shock of seeing... Lawrence covered in so much yeah, blood yeah. compared to what you saw through the rest of the movie After was that like tirade he just yeah went yeah like to see like from the blood we saw to the beginning to now where you see so much blood on him it's like fuck man like you've really gone down a fucking rabbit hole oh yeah of violence to where like even like the guy where it was like the guy that he was that killed his guide from drinking from his well is being like man you are fucked up yeah. <laughs> That's, I just, I, I don't know, like, the progression of it, like, the whole, watching uh, Lawrence's whole arc, it's a long movie, and there are slow parts, but I don't, I really, I think I really liked it. I get that vibe. <laughs> I get that vibe from you. No, I don't, I don't think it was, I don't think it was bad at all. Yeah. I, it, it totally surprised me. There were so many parts in here that I was totally invested in. Yeah. And I like it from from your message you put out earlier. It felt like you really liked the second part more than the first one. Oh my god, the second half! But if this was just a movie where they combined the first and second half, 
And I know you said that the first half, like, yeah, they made the desert seem like the big, like, antagonist and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. It, for me, it's so fucking long. If you can, if you condense that first half. Yeah. And maybe make this like a two and a half movie. Yeah. Sure. God, you got a banger on your hands. <laughs> Holy shit. But here, my, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go another Breaking Bad reference here. So, the, okay. Let's you hear know, it, Walter. One of my favorite episodes of Breaking Bad was the one where Walt and Jesse go out in the desert to cook for a long time. And they, then they find out that the battery to the RV is dead. Okay. That's what the first half of Lawrence Arabia kind of reminds me of. That was your Lawrence of Arabia in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yep. Where it's like that you're you're following these people that are stuck in a in like a in an area where they have like almost no resources, and it it, it goes on for so long that it feels oppressive. And that's what that episode kind of like. I that's what that's one of my favorite Breaking, Breaking Bad episodes is that because it feels oppressive for how long it is. Like that that's just that's just the story that it's two guys stuck in the desert and they're trying to find a way to, to start their RV back up so they can get back to civilization. But they have so such long scenes that go on for so long where they're in in the sun and they can't and everything feels hopeless. And I feel like that's what the first half of Lawrence Arabia feels like to me that it goes on for so long where I'm like, is this going to ever end (laughs) (laughs) that it's that oppressive? Like maybe like, like the faults that you, like the faults that you guys have with the first half is what is kind of a strength for me that it's like, I felt like it was going on for so long that I almost kind of felt like, fuck man, when are are they going to actually get to civilization to when they actually do? I'm like, I almost kind of had like a sigh of relief where I'm like, oh, fuck. The story can finally go on from here. I don't know. I, I don't know. It was just, it, I saw like the strength in it, but it's also kind of a weakness in terms of people that just want to just passively want to watch a movie. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I will throw out there that like, this probably isn't the best mindset I went in to go watch this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, those opinions aside, like, I still feel like I would come up with a, a few of the same, like, uh, little quips or whatever. <laughs> I, 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 I do feel like the first half of this is really self-indulgent to me. Okay. Um, I do, though, my favorite part in it is Lawrence's character progression. Mm-hmm. And to the point where, like, he starts from nothing to, like, the B, the BFD, right? He's the big yeah. fucking deal. Yeah. And I, I, I really liked that swing in this. And I really liked that he even knew it. Like, he could, he knew that he was, like, now in, like, invincible. Yeah. Right? I like that whole swing and his character progression, and I like that he gets chopped down in it mm-hmm. at a point and, like, builds himself back up as, like, almost a, a bloodthirsty, at a at a point, like, yeah. a, a madman. Yeah. Um, I, I, that whole arc is, um, is really great to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like all the stuff around it, though, like, I need more context 
Like, I Maybe. wish I knew more about, like, the history so I could really piece together, like... Oh, yeah. Why this is so important. Because there's yeah. some points in this, I'm like, what are they doing? What's the British doing here? Yeah. Whose side is who? What on? Like I could have gone. I could have gone for a few less scenes of just British generals talking to each other. Yeah, because every time they're thrown in here, I'm like, "What's your stake in this? What What do you want? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, it yeah. seems like whatever Lawrence like Lawrence is doing is inconsequential to you, and then when they're with the Arabs, it's like this big, huge deal. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, I opened up this whole Turkish port for you or whatever. And they're like, yeah, cool. Whatever. It's like, what is it? Like, is it cool or whatever? I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I, but in the same sense, too, it's like, it, it's, it's a guy that's trying to find, like, he's found, he's found, like, the acceptance from, like, the Arab people. But then he also wants to go back to daddy and be like, hey, look what I did, daddy. And like, yeah, cool, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Go back, go back down and talk to your friends. Where it's like. As much as he wants to say that he wants to find an, another culture, he still wants to go back to his old one and, and be like, hey, look what I did. Yeah. But I did like the fact, though, like, when he did go back to the Brits, um, when they were, like, dismissive about the Arabs, he wasn't. Like, mm-hmm. he just didn't turn the other cheek. and it was Because like, they accepted him. Yeah, and he actually, well, he accept, they accepted him, and he accepts them, like, at, they're, like, one and the same at this point, right? Yeah. And so, like, when they're like, why don't we get yourself into a pair of trousers or whatever they're trying to do for, like, yeah. 45 no, yeah. minutes? No, I love... He's like, I, yeah. Ugh, I love, why? I love, like, the whole, uh... You know, the dichotomy of, like, uh, pants and no pants, where it's like, when he's more... When he's more accepting of, like, Arabs, he's wearing... He's wearing like the like the headdress, mm-hmm. but then when it's like ah, I kind of want to go back to my friends in Britain, then right. he goes back to wearing pants. So it's like it, he goes back and forth so much. Like, he's such a complicated character to where it's like when you go back to that scene at the end when he's just driving a driving a bike to where it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna want to go as fast as I can. I don't care what happens. And then it's like you can kind of see why he does that because like he literally feels like a man that has no. A man that has no land, like he doesn't feel accepted by the Britain by the Brits, and like when he gets to the air, a when he gets man to has no land, yeah, like he, when he goes, when he, he doesn't feel accepted by the Brits. <laughs> way too much of a kick out. Of that. Then, he, he doesn't feel accepted by the Brits, and then when he gets with the Arabs, like he he can only go so far. You're not like, a real man. You have no land. Like he gets to he a, a nice yeah. cottage though. <laughs> he gets to a point where he's like, I don't know who's, I don't even know where I belong, and he's just gonna be like, you know what, fuck it, and he just drives as fast as he can down a road on a yeah. on a motorcycle. Got no land. <laughs> Got no land. Like even like I'm a red. man with no land. <laughs> like here's a like here's like, at least like a like a little bit of a <laughs> what I pulled from a. The 70 millimeter review that they did was like what I liked was that like at the end when he's driving in that jeep to go back to Britain, like a fucking motorcycle speeds past him where it's like oh his fate is like legit driving, driving right past him waiting for him in Britain, mm. where it's like God that's a fucking that's a fucking like ending. Sure, like, I is felt it? Like, I felt no, the ending was very abrupt in this no yeah just... it's abrupt but it was like it, it's supposed to feel abrupt because it's like he, he literally j- gets his like entire everything that he's worked for gets cut out right from underneath him 
and he's sent right back to Britain like nothing happened. Like, okay, cool, you're a corporal, and now you're gonna go sit in Britain. I so I needed that addressed to me like better than what the movie did, because <laughs> like to me it just ended and then the credits rolled. I'm like. That's it? Yep. Like, this yeah. four-hour epic leads to this? Yes. So, fuck that. This is, to put it in a wrestling perspective, this is false finish, false finish, false finish, schoolboy. <laughs> <laughs> totally! I, this, this is my biggest fucking complaint about the movie. But no, here, so here's my thing. So, so it's bullshit. The movie is, so the movie, the here's my, here's my here bullshit. Here we go, I watched, I listened to 70 millimeter. <laughs> here's my, no, 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 I read no. Wikipedia. I didn't even get this from, here's what I took from it. So they take... T- so the Arabs take Damascus, yeah, and then that's where everything breaks back down. Where it's like now they have no big enemy that that com- that binds all of these tribes together. Yeah. So now they're back to what they were, where all the tribes are fighting with each other. Yeah. But it doesn't work when you're dealing with the infrastructure of a city, because one tribe has control of this, one tribe has control of this, one tribe has control of the other thing, to where they have to work with each other. But they they didn't work with each other when it was just them, so. It's it's literally Lawrence being like I can bring the Arab people together and build one nation and we can we can control things yeah. without Britain. He's like forcing Britain out. Yeah. But it gets to a point where the Arabs can't fucking work together because they're all tribes. Like yeah. they're not the Arab people. They're this tribe, this tribe, this tribe, this tribe. Yeah. How we to did. where they have to bring the Britons back in. The Howie Mandel. <laughs> So it, it's literally Lawrence being like, I can do this, him failing, and then pretty much the Britons being like, well, good try, champ. Back to Britain with you. And it's like he has to go back with his tail between his legs. Like, that's how you're supposed to feel, like, unsatisfied, because that's how he feels. He did, went to all this but trouble. I, want, I don't want to feel unsatisfied. I want to feel sorry. Like, I want to <laughs> feel bad for him. And th- when the movie ended, just like... <clears throat> But in a way, you're not supposed to because he. Why? Because he went to. (laughs) It's not about. It's not about like sympathizing with the character. It's seeing like what he went through and seeing like what he turned into, and then being like trying to understand why he did what he did in the beginning. I. I mean. Okay. Like at the end of Breaking Bad, where you like. (laughs) At the end of Breaking Bad, we were like, okay, good person. I'm glad. I'm no, but like the. (laughs) That's what this is. no, it's not. No, it is not. <laughs> At the end of Breaking Bad, you have the juxtaposition of, like, should I feel sorry for him for dying for being such a piece of shit? And at the end of this, you're like, oh, he tried, but the movie's gonna end. No, he did try. And then I know, tried, and then he I, failed. I always just said, he tried, it got swept out from under him, credits. Like, there's no, like, oh, shit. Like, there's no, like... No, he tried and he failed. Like he... I understand. <laughs> I know he tried and failed. That's not what I'm arguing. But you're with. saying he tried and it ended. They show you what happened when he actually did accomplish what but he was I trying feel to do. The movie didn't deliver on the emotional impact of that. It just ends and you have credits. What did you want them to deliver? I wanted some emo- like fucking have the music swell or some shit <laughs> like like, give it to me. Like, oh, fuck, he fucking didn't get what he wanted. That's Let's play another five-minute overture after the fucking Please, movie? for the love of God, give me another goddamn overture. So I, I'm going to try to... I'm not going to take either side here. But I'm going to try to figure out what Troy's saying a little bit. So All right. I feel like what Troy's saying... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong here. <laughs> You're not. Is that we spent so much fucking time building up to this. Yeah. 
And then we get there, and they close it in two minutes. Yeah. Did you, Troy, the plaintiff, yes. did you want a little bit more after the fact? Yes. Is that I what you're saying? a little bit more fallout from that. You want a little bit more of an emotion from so, that. So, yes. Okay. So, all right. So Don't you bring describe... me into this. No, 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 okay. no, no. I'm saying. You're looking at me like you're going to bring me into this. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm a des... drunk piece of shit just hanging out on the side. So here. you're describing you're describing the movie as, here's a person that went through so much, and the ending felt like it was swept out from underneath you in mere minutes. But not in a good way. Is that way. what you're saying? Don't but look not, at me. But not, but not in a good way. Not in a good way for the viewer of the movie. It's not about the viewer. It's about how you're supposed to feel about Lawrence at the end. I am a person who bought this movie to watch. I want my money's worth. You're supposed to sympathize with how Lawrence, what Lawrence I don't, does the first. I, I don't sympathize how? with How? How do you not? Because the movie doesn't make me feel anything at the it's end. It's not about the movie. It's about the character. How the character feels. How it's how I, the Joy, motherfucker! If this is a movie, I want some fucking emotional connection! Shut the fuck up! I'm not here to watch real life! I'm here to watch a fucking movie! Fuck oh, you! Sit the fuck down! Hit so stop! You're sitting down! Hit stop! I'm fucking done! What are you doing? <laughs> Holy shit, Holy this is the most shit. fired up podcast ever, and I love it. <laughs> Who knew? God. Okay, I'm, I guess I'm done. <laughs> Tournament <laughs> of Random Movies, wow! God! God. Damn it! I'm Join so... us next week! I'm boy. sorry, I'm trying to have a conversation. What the fuck is happening? God, I am ripping apart the Review Review podcast. God. Sorry. I'm just, wow. If you keep asking me the same goddamn question over and over, that's what you get. I'm asking you in the sense that... Never mind. Because it's just going to leave you throwing shit and being mean again, and I'm not done. Holy shit. Oh. That was intense. Okay, my last... I'm going to say one last thing. Mm-hmm. Don't yell from it. All right. I'm, I'm the done. movie is framed in the viewpoint of Lawrence. Yes. So if the movie ends in a way where you're frustrated, it, it's supposed to make you understand what he did in the beginning. I understand what you're saying. I do not feel the movie does an, um, that well. I don't feel like the movie does it that well. To me, it ends too quickly. And I get that it's frustrating, but it's not the right kind of frustration I want in this movie. Uh-oh. Okay. Here we go. No. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. 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 God, Bushlight Apple bringing the heat. <laughs> Is it? Oh, my God. Okay. It's just different opinion. Oh. All right. All right. Wow. There... Who would have known that Lawrence Arabia would have trumped Batman v Superman for our most hated debate. <laughs> Guys, I am I pooped my pants over here when Troy stood up and threw knives at your mouth. He literally died. I wish we had a video camera. Where all those knives come from? I, I wish don't we know. Had a, I wish we had a camera on this to see how violent Troy got. <laughs> what the You fuck picked ever. up your steel folding chair. Yeah. Smashed Bucky in the head with it. I know. I'm bleeding. He's bleeding. Yeah. As much as Lawrence was. I've last... stitched him up. Yeah. Like Farage. 
<laughs> Do we Cole, need to get to grading? Cole, you are my Farage. I you, I am you are my Lauren. Should should we I let me see I how many things I haven't said yet. You've said enough. You I think you said everything in, You have been uh, violent tonight. Well, uh, hold on. This movie was nominated for Surprise 10 your Oscars. Children are still was it? So was your performance tonight. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, it won seven out of the ten. I think Troy just you broke. You won all ten. I think Troy just broke bad. <laughs> <laughs> Say my name. Uh, the only other note is that the first time Peter O'Toole rode a camel, his ass bled. Because he didn't know how to ride it well. Oh, God. Me too. And it chafed his ass so bad it oh, bled. Oh, man. His, cra- his weird, crazy side saddle ride, I was like... I actually paid attention to that. Yeah. A lot of people are doing that side saddle oh, ride. Oh, yeah. Must be the humps. Really? The hump. Maybe you need to get those two hump camels. That's right. Fergie? Sitting in like, sit that little man-made... Or that little camel-made saddle. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Man. Yeah. No Fergie lovers, then? No, not at all. My humps, my lovely your, lady, I got, lovely, I got your lovely lady lumps. He'd um, stake off those. Yep. <laughs> He'd stake off them. Porterhouse. Uh, it's been a long podcast. Guys. <laughs> it was, we got we got to cut. The, we got to start getting. We gotta need to start grading this. Is that what you got to <laughs> yeah, say? Yeah. Holy shit! It's late. Press stop. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you are legit. Throwing knives at Bucky's mouth. I thought you were, I thought you were legit going to kick us out of your house. Yeah. <laughs> You're so fired up right now. Just, sorry. That was just dad mode coming out, I guess. I don't know. God. I know my kid's here. Uh, what, what, are we throwing grades? We want to throw grades? Let's, 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 let's I want to hear your grade first. I want to hear your grade first, too. All right. So, I was in for the... The uh, <laughs> the character arc of Lawrence what that was that was great in this. I do feel though the movie ex- is exploitive in its indulgence in itself. Like there are a lot of cool shots. I get it. I do feel though like it's into itself a little too much. Um, and the first half, upon recollection, maybe I liked it a little bit more. But on first viewing and from what I could gather from just finishing it tonight, I wasn't really into. The second half, I thought, was way more my speed. But I feel like the ending didn't save it for me. So <laughs> made like, that clear. <laughs> I'm giving this movie a C-. minus. Oh! <laughs> I okay. did not... I, I don't know if I'd ever watch this movie again. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Um... I encouraged you to finish this movie. Yes. Um, which was a bit of a surprise even for me. Because <laughs> I thought this movie was going to be the drizzling diarrhea shits. Um, I thought the first half was way too slow. Um, even a, even talking about it more, yes, I agree. It's more interesting talking about it. Yeah. And it's like, man, okay, you know what? Maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought. But going back and thinking about it, no, fuck you, Lawrence. It's two hours. <laughs> yeah. For half a fucking movie. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop with your bullshit. It's yeah. too long. It is more interesting talking about it than watching it. Yeah. Watching it, I was like, this is fucking terrible. Yeah. 
not terrible in the sense of, oh my god, but just like fucking, this is so long. Yeah. For one viewing, which a movie oh, should man. be watched, and fight me on this if you want. A movie should be watched in one viewing. Okay. <laughs> I it's agree. It's not a series. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's not yeah. a show. Yeah. It's a movie. Yeah. A movie should be watched in one viewing. Yeah. This is a long fucking viewing. <laughs> it's a long. It's a long fucking. It's a long Especially com- when your TV goes black for ten minutes. <laughs> it's a commitment. Five in the beginning and five in the middle, or five in the three fifths portion of the movie. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck off, Lawrence. Anyways, the second half kicked in and I was game. Right. Yeah, all right. But I was so tired from the first half. <laughs> <laughs> And, and like the beginning, I was like, "What the fuck is this movie about?" Even, and then it goes back to the camel riding, which I expected. The ending again. I'm gonna side on on the Troy side. I'm not gonna get violent and throw knives, but the ending was a little bit of a. Why are you not picking up your microphone and yelling? Press stop. Press <laughs> <laughs> stop. The ending was a bit of a quick, like abrupt ending. Um, oh shit. I, I don't know that I liked it. I don't think I hated it as much as some people did. But I don't think I, I don't think I liked it. Um, there was ups and downs in this. I know it's a long explanation to get to my grade, but I did not hate this movie as much as I expected to. Uh-huh. I expected to fucking despise this movie. Oh, yeah. I did not. I expected to despise this movie. <laughs> no, I actually... I'm going to say this. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um... It's not anything like I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so for that reason alone, and for not turning it off and watching it in an entire afternoon, like it's designed to be watched, because it's a fucking movie, <laughs> but it was long, B minus. Okay. B minus. Okay. B minus. Okay. Would I go back and watch it again? God damn it, no. <laughs> <laughs> Would I recommend it? Yes. B minus. Okay. Um... Yeah, I uh, Troy is staring at me, daggers through me. I don't. I want to watch Licking my words. My teeth. I want to watch my words very, very carefully. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. <laughs> Knives fine. are ready and pointed. I uh, what I don't know when I, you guys even brought up like you had more fun talking about it than you did watching it, and I'll, I will take it. Troy is now holding a knife up right now. Jugular. And uh, for me, like I don't know, maybe I just even when I see a movie where I don't talk to someone about it, like I I start losing my mind, being like I want to talk to someone about this. And this was some one of those movies. Like, did I have fun all the way through? There were points where I was kind of checking the clock. Uh-huh. Like there are times where it's long, but in the same sense, like it almost kind of made me appreciate what they're going through. In the same sense, to where it was like. It was work to watch this movie. I I will I will admit that, but it was work that felt like it paid off in the end because it made me appreciate the characters in the long run, mm-hmm. even down to like the shitty ending that you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. It made me appreciate what Lawrence went through it to just be shuffled off into back to his hometown he didn't feel a part of in the very end to make me think back to where he does what he does when he finally when he's in britain in the beginning like that's the course of the movie it's to see someone do something crazy to see what other people say about him and then see the journey up to that point to see both ends of it 
why do these people love him so much? And why do this people do why did this person do something crazy? And that's what I like about it. And it, it, yeah, it's long. They could have probably shortened it up, but I don't think it would have had the same impact for me if they would have. And that's what makes me appreciate it. So I'll give it I'll give it a very solid B plus. Okay. Okay. Would you give it, Troy? C minus. C minus, B minus, and B plus. Okay. Yeah. We are all over the board on this one. We are. Yeah. Like I'd probably give it more in the A range if there wasn't so much fucking British generals discussing strategy (laughs) in certain points. But beyond that, like, or them putting on like the whole garb and saying, "How do I look in this? Damn ridiculous, sir." (laughs) I have that in my notes. Oh, yeah. Bubby, by the way, Levi did not watch a single bit of this with me. I would not expect him to. If he would have watched more than half of this, I would have been like, is he a thespian? (laughs) No. (laughs) He gave no shits about this. You know where he lost interest? In the five minutes of black screen in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Man, this might be one one of our most controversial shows yet. I, I was I was fearful for my life when based Troy on the fact out. that I I almost felt like I was gonna die. Yeah, you did. <laughs> what the fuck? No, man. you. There are, the, pol- there are police officers on the way. Right I now. did That's get right. animated. I'm not gonna lie. I got a bit animated. Yeah, animated is a is a kind word. <laughs> From a man who gets very gets very touchy about waking his kids, you were very loud. <laughs> You were loud should, and you were throwing knives. Should press stop be a t-shirt idea? Press yeah. yeah. Press stop should definitely be a t-shirt idea. Is this good and press stop? The fact that you reached such such heights of frustration that you yelled press stop. <laughs> you broke more windows than Cozy Jack. <laughs> that you that it felt like you wanted to have a conversation outside of the pod <laughs> yeah. about our discussion of the movie. You were that upset about this. Was... <laughs> Your anger levels reached a new level. Like I thought I would reach those levels before you. Before I would be I would storm out well, of your house. Trick or treat, motherfucker. But you got to a point where you realized we were both in your house and you want us you yelled press stop because you know you couldn't leave. <laughs> I've already I've already contacted a therapist for you. Thank you. Uh, just to discuss Lawrence of Arabia's ending. Well that was Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> yeah, that was Lawrence of Arabia. If anybody else uh, joined in on our watch this week... Uh... If anyone else was yelling, press stop while throwing their phone out the window... <laughs> Let us know. Uh, write in. You can do that at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. But if you were into anything else... Uh, JT, wh- what would you be into? Oh, man, the second season of I Think You Should Leave came up on Netflix. Yeah? Oh, my God. I don't think I've... You guys I've need to get the first in... Season. You guys need to get in on this fucking show. Wow. It's a sketch. It's a sketch comedy show. Yeah, uh, with Tim Robinson, and it is. It's. It it's on the verge of Tim and Eric type comedy. Uh huh. But it is, fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think I might have shown you the one clip of a sketch, where Fred Willard plays an organ player. <laughs> yeah. At a funeral. I, yes. Yeah. Like it's that kind of comedy throughout. Amazing. <laughs> There's. I I I'm like halfway through the second season so far. I need to watch all of it cuz I I'm like I'm like aching to watch more of it now. But there's a there's a uh, sketch where they're at a haunted mansion 
And like the the tour guide says, well, it's after 10 o'clock, so we're on the adult show, so you can say whatever the hell you want. <laughs> and then Tim Robinson in the background is yelling, come shot. <laughs> Jizz. And he's like, uh, sorry, sir, can you can you keep it relevant to the tour? And so he would go take him into like rooms or whatever. He's like, hey, so he like raises his hand. Like, Hey, did any of these fucking fuckers come to the fucking wall and just take a big sloppy shit? (laughs) 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 He's just so centered on the fact that you can fucking swear. (laughs) It is literally so fucking good. Oh my god. There's a there's one episode where they it's uh, Santa Claus is starring in an action movie uh-huh. and they're just like showing clips from it and he's just being like it's so fucking ridiculous like he's moving so slow and he's like oh you fucking suck and he just like shoots people in the face <laughs> there's like one scene where he's chasing this guy down the alleyway like ah slow down you fucker and then he like grabs him and shoots him in the back of the head like oh you're fucking dead fucker. <laughs> like, uh-huh. it, it is the dumbest comedy ever, but I fucking love this show. There were like amazing. five people in our little like wrestling group oh, yeah. that were talking about this show Dude, and binge Cole. watching the entire I Cole, have to watch. You gotta watch it. I it is to. so good. The first sketch of the first season of the first episode is like this guy's doing a job interview and they're leaving a restaurant and he goes to pull the door open and the boss is like, Huh, looks like it's push. He's like no, it goes both ways. <laughs> and so he keeps pulling on the door. And it's like, you can see all the veins in his in his head are like flexing as he's pulling at the door. And like the hinges are breaking off and shit. <laughs> until it pulls all the way open. It's like, see, it's both ways. <laughs> it, dude, uh... the show is, it. it is, there are sketches that are fucking so stupid, but... All the way through is fucking hilarious. Awesome. I love this show so much. Solid. I'm gonna have to check it out. I'll oh, check that out it's too. It's so good. I, I probably will. <laughs> like the first the second season came up and I was like, hey, Molly, this show came out that I kinda wanna watch. You don't have to watch if you want to. It's kinda <laughs> stupid. And she's like, No, I was I, I'll watch whatever, it's fine. She got two episodes in and she was like, Can you turn it? <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Can you fucking turn it? It's stupid. Sweet. <laughs> uh Cole, you been in anything? Um, let's see. Of course, I'm already knee deep into season two of Manifest. Uh huh. Which I know that Cha is also into. I'm gonna call her out on that one. So fuck off. Other people like the show too. <laughs> um, I finished finally Narcos. Okay. Oh, um, I forgot you were watching that. To be honest. Yep. I, I it took me a long time, probably like a year and a half, but uh, finished all three seasons of that. Uh, had a good solid ending. Because okay. um, it's done, done. I think yeah. they're not doing it anymore. That's like oh, two yeah. years old now. Fucking Diego, like he's fucking, he's fucking the Mandalorian now. He don't give a shit. Uh, what? The guy that's in Narcos. He's like, he's the Mandalorian. He's the Mandalorian. Yeah. We brought this up on a previous episode. <laughs> I don't remember. He's the Mandalorian. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> he's Mando. My mind yeah, is Mando. blown, guys. Um, but yeah, so Narcos, really good. I like that. Um. Started watching just based off of uh, Sweet Angel Jan's recommendation, uh, uh, Sex Life on Netflix. I've seen a lot of stuff about this. There's a lot of talk about it, about a big old dick. Yeah, in episode yeah. three It's a big old dick. Yeah. Whoa. Oh! 
See danger talking. We heard big old dick Weird and she's some, coming in. She's seen that big old dick. Did you see the big old dick on Sex Life? Oh. <laughs> okay, well, I'm fucking done. No, you're not. It's fine. It's, um, it's like hugely popular on Netflix right now. Yeah. Because it got canceled, and now it's like hot. What is? Manifest. Oh, yeah. 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 It's really good. Is I like it. it. Is it? Yeah, is it, it is. Is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, but that guy does have a huge dong. Oh, you've Manifest? seen? Well, they wouldn't shut up about it on the. Everybody's talking about it. The show. It's real. Yeah, it looks real. I mean, you see Apparently it for like five real. seconds in you a shower scene. No, I just watched the dong scene. Okay. Wow. <laughs> we're being well real. played. No, right. they were um, the radio station I listened to out of Chicago. They were like talking about it and they were like speculating if it was like like a prosthetic or something like Boogie Nights. Uh-huh. And they're like, no, it looked pretty real. And they were the guy. The guy host was like, I spent way too much time stopping that to look and it looked very real he's like i'm embarrassed to even say that and then i looked at it it's a pretty big dong huh. i'd be embarrassed big oh big I, old I mean, d oh i heard the acting's like real bad but but they're dating in real life is there titties in it yeah I, it's it's, oh, it's all about her like yeah. fantasizing about sex <laughs> like right away oh sweet like yeah. right away oh. like right away know. Like, yeah first 30 seconds there's tips <laughs> Titties, I just, right? I just yeah. googled titty tuesday right titty tuesday it goes like halfway to his knee. It's like hold Jesus on. Christ! Halfway to his knee. I don't know Soft. anything about this show. Soft. Soft. I just it came up right on my shower. Netflix. Motherfucker's got a hell. So like the husband. So like it's this woman who is like married with kids, and she's like kind of reflecting on her like crazy previous yeah like all her sex capades oh and like God. when life is exciting and then i think like i read something like she blogs about it and then her husband kind of reads it and knows she's fantasizing about this one guy sex lover and so the scene is like the husband kind of spying on this guy at the gym and the guy goes into like into the showers to shower off and the husband goes in and the husband's like kind of just like keeping an eye on him and he like turns and the guy turns out of the water and you see like his huge dong for like a second it hit him in the lips Jesus. hit him right in the face <laughs> hit him in the lips. It, i mean it's it I, I don't know it's not like fucking whipped him with like indiana jones no no <laughs> but you could tell that the husband's like, oh, man. Tail. oh man wow freaking yeah. choked him like an anaconda like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> squeeze jesus him, squeeze him to death nope you should, uh, you should Google it. What Google else? the dong. Uh, some stuff on Peacock, WWE Network. They've been finally uploading a ton of shit. Uh-huh. Um, thunders? No Thunders yet. Damn it. All of World Class is uploaded. Ooh. Um, they've been uploading big time. I follow this uh, Twitter uh, feed, like Classic Peacock or something, but it's all they up, every time WWE uploads something on there, they upload it. Nice. They've been a notification. So they've been doing a bunch of shit. Um icons is really good if you guys haven't checked that out check that out hey, you brought that up last week yep uh the beth phoenix one is good lex luger one just came out um yeah that's about it I'm trying to think right. anything else oh i really want to start watching the old x-men animated series again mm. oh yeah she's been talking about that mm. and god i just love it yeah it's a it's good so show good oh yeah i watched like the whole thing even to when it got bad and the animation changed like, like the Morlock Christmas a couple of years ago. <laughs> oh. yeah. And I I think the show holds up. I think it's good. It the stories oh, yeah. are so good. Like Yeah. yeah. Mm. That like apocalypse saga that they do is really fucking good. Yeah. Yep. I 
am just coming out of like a big X Men deep dive, and oh, I I've I've seen through your your, <laughs> your very eyes tell me you your very it. extravagant costumes. <laughs> They're pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh. So I I don't know if I want to go into an X Men watch along or anything like that, but uh, yeah, I the nineties X Men animated series what got me into X Men. In the first place. Oh, yeah. Love it. So, yeah. When I go yeah. back, I do have nostalgia for it, too. So, even, like, the bad ones, I kind of like. But, uh, yeah. A great show. Well, that's where I'm at. Sweet. How about you, uh, T-Mac? I haven't been much into anything else, but I've been hankering to watch that new Bo Burnham special, which is, like, a few weeks old now yeah, at the I've, point. Yeah, I've watched, like, I watched the first half of it, and it's it's good, and it's also depressing. Yeah, I know it's, like, not like his other it's, specials. It's, yeah, it's literally like you're watching a man trying to keep himself occupied while he's suffering from depression stuck in a, stuck in quarantine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I keep hearing the same soundbite over and over again that I find amusing, like, the oceans rise and I don't give a shit or something yeah. like that. I keep hearing that. Um, There's one part. I almost kind of enjoy it more because you kind of see his like creative process. Like you'll see him like writing kind of a funny song. Then halfway through, like that's fucking stupid. And you'll like <laughs> yell at himself. Or I'm like, God damn it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. I was like, I was kind of liking that. <laughs> and then he's just like, he's like, I'm doing it. And he's like playing the piano. Like it all sounds good. He's like, I fucking fucking paused there and I shouldn't have and he's yelling at himself I'm like fuck I'm, I'm so like and he's like legit like, he's like legit mad like he fucking yells at himself I was like oh fuck I'm, I'm sorry I, I, I was liking it uh, Ghost Hunter Dave said he's watched it like four times already <sighs> I need to watch it all the way through I, I made it halfway through but I was I, would, I was watching it while I was falling asleep yeah and it, it's good there are some really funny bits in there but yeah like it's it, it's literally like peppered with like his creative process and then he's getting angry at himself and he's just like kind of staring at a wall and then they go into like another funny skit where I'm like God, I don't even know how to feel. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to watch. I've been it's been on my to-do list for like 2 weeks now and I haven't gotten to it yet. And I don't yeah. know if I'll even get to it this week, but mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a shot. But otherwise like I've been into nothing else. Right on. Yeah. So, JT, if people want to get a hold of you and argue Lawrence of Arabia, if they've even watched it with you, where could they do so? Hey, press stop at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. <laughs> Hot take! <laughs> hey, find me Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff at Coach Havens, the big thick himself, baby! Uh, you can hit me up at Troy to the Max on Twitter, and then once you press stop and hit us up all at review, <laughs> review pod. On Twitter as well. We gotta make a shirt of press stop. <laughs> I like it. It needs it needs uh, to happen. That's this a needs perfect to be our, shirt. This needs to be our fir- our first shirt. Press stop <laughs> with the big press... like stop button on it. <laughs> Lor- like Lor- the Lawrence of Arabia big artwork with press stop. <laughs> uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, while you're at review repod at g or uh, at uh, Twitter what? Twitter. Sorry, I'm I'm a little drunk. <laughs> no uh, way. The turn of random movies is press stop. It is Lord of War versus Battle Royale. Cast your votes while you can. Why are you looking at me like that? Uh, 
All of our stuff is uploaded onto review reviewpod at podbean.com, as well as almost any other podcasting platform there is. If you want to write into the show, such as many people did tonight, you can do that review reviewpod at gmail.com. Yes. There you have it. The show is officially one hour less than Lawrence of Arabia. God no, damn Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, next week... I was a live watch. <laughs> we are shooting for Black Widow. We might do a, a Marvel double feature and talk Black Widow and, since Low-Key's ending, do Low-Key as well. What do you think I got, a whole summer? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'll, I'll definitely try to get at least one of those done. So <laughs> One of those done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. Wednesdays are busy days, so we'll, I hear we'll see. I hear you. But yeah, um, well, if anything, we'll we'll do Loki. We'll talk about Loki later. But I think it's going to sure, be easy for me to watch Black Widow. To be I'm going to say, yeah, for sure, for sure, <laughs> Black Widow for next week. Okay. And then after that, it's Space Jam. And check out that Patreon. Sure. Oh, yeah. That's right. the Patreon. That's good. We, you might see some uh, reviews of uh, No Holds Barred coming up pretty soon. Uh, depending on uh, uh, Chaw's schedule, maybe some more Jig Chaws. Depending on Cole's schedule, probably some more fucking shitty WCW pay-per-views. <laughs> Can't wait! Uh, fucking Christ. And we might even have time for a Yard Boys cast. Uh, maybe a Yard Boys, we'll figure that out. But, yeah. The Patreon. We missed this week because I was getting married. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know, I know, I know. No excuse. Fuck me. But, uh, but yeah. We'll... There'll definitely be something coming up this week, so keep an eyes peeled. We also have a new member too. Someone oh, very good. In. So we have awesome. five Patreons. Fuck right? yeah! Wow. Five Patreons. Patreon right be now. hopping. We gotta oh, get wow, some wow. content out there. Let me pull this up. See who they are. I want. I want to shout them out. Yeah, give them very a shout good. out because they they go out of their way. Uh, Jesse Wyatt. Very good. Hell yeah! Thanks, Jesse. So, hell yeah, Jesse! Thank you for supporting the Patreon. Support the show. Thanks all of our Patreon. Our hell patrons. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, that's the show this week. You heard what's coming up next week, so let's right. uh, see if you can watch that new Marvel fanfare that's, that's going right. to Pay Disney that 30, $30 or go to yeah. the theater. Watch it with a friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see. This movie's probably going to make, what, $90 off of us? Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll all watch it at different No, I'm going to go watch it at Bucky's. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we'll play some Jackbox afterwards. Fucking right we will. Hell yeah. I'm going to be visiting a, a friend that's in the Chicagoland area. I'm going to see if I can bribe them to buy it themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that's your fault, asshole. Uh, maybe watch it then. We'll see what's going on. But until then, I have been short of the Max Extreme. I have been Big Thick Coach Havens, baby. <laughs> and I am JT3K. Troy, tell me. Press stop. We're off. <laughs> 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 <laughs>